she's looking at this photo. She's looking at the file. And I don't think she knows who she is anymore. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to Radio D&D. I'm James Landoff, the Dungeon Master, a.k.a. Mr. Mayor. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I play Lux. Hi, I'm Mike, and I play Marcus. I'm Casey, and I play B. I'm Ethan, and I play Zephyr. Now, roll that recap. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to 98.3 The Drop. Tying up some loose ends, our party enjoys some much-needed downtime. Marcus makes B her first firearm, Zephyr schemes with Speechless, and Lux gathers intel using her gift from Nafris. Snatching magical messages sent near the location of the new laboratory. Among the many messages she receives, she learns Victor will be attending a fancy party being held at the pavilion, meeting with some woman named Eleanor. She also learns the identity of another changeling, Casta, who is currently being kept in the facility. Unsure of what she may encounter, she requests the help of her friends to help infiltrate the lab while Victor is away. Wanting to keep tabs on the scientist, Marcus asks Klaus if he would attend the party and eavesdrop. Having gathered all the information they could, the party reconvenes and prepares to enter the lab. Um, question. Answer. Do I want to get a hand cannon? Or should I just keep my blunderbuss? Uh, it's up to you. You can... Um, basically trade in the cost of your blunderbust and get the hand cannon if you want. Uh, do be oh. warned, though, you are a small uh, a small person. Mm-hmm. Um, which, <laughs> which, which means you have disadvantage on attack rolls made with heavy weapons. Well, why would you tell me I should get a hand cannon? Because I forgot about that fact. <laughs> it's okay. I think I want a blunderbust anyway. Marcus put too much effort into it. What if you got the hand cannon and attached it to Battlebee? Like a turret? I'd be cool with that. Oh my god. You're welcome. Really? <laughs> Let me see which buddy I have. You're welcome. So, oh, how, would, how would that work, James? Would that just, uh, you could would, I use it on top of Battlebee? Uh, you would need to be uh, within five feet or on Battlebee to fire the weapon. That sounds truly amazing. You're welcome. Battle um, B wouldn't be able to use the weapon herself, although maybe I could see that being a potential in the future with some some more tinkering. Would if somebody is beside Battle beside? Oh my gosh! If somebody is beside Battle B, could they use the turret even if they don't have proficiency? Could they use it at disadvantage? Uh, it wouldn't be at disadvantage. It just wouldn't add their proficiency bonus to the attack. Would you allow that though? Yeah, anyone. I mean, as long as as long as you let battle be, let them. It's fine. Okay, I have a hundred and nine gold. Uh, Marcus can make a hand cannon for. Oh my god! Twenty five gold. <gasps> ah! Marcus. Ah! Yo. Will you please make this? I will totally make a turret for the for the battle bee. This is the best idea I've ever had. I'm oh fresh out of ideas. <laughs> um, 
B, are you going to use your artificer, whatever it's called, your invocate, artificer invocation? I don't think that's infusion. That's what it is. Are you going to use your infusion to make the hand cannon a magic item? I'll probably just get it upgraded at some point. In that case, you're going to be attacking with your strength. With uh, my strength? I thought it was my dex. Not, not for a hand with cannon. With the hand cannon. <laughs> um, how much would it cost right now to get it to be a plus one? Uh, to make it a magic item? Yeah, if I were to like bring it to that guy, I've... I guess it would be a different I believe, dude. I believe I set that at 75 gold. Does that sound correct to you guys? It does. Okay, that's um, good, right? Yeah, 75 to make uh, a weapon a plus one. I'm going to do it. Okay, and that, that would mean that you actually don't need to use an infusion on it uh, because it's magic already and you can just use your intelligence. I need to add this. Wow, this is so freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hand cannon damage is 3d6. Sweet. All right, so yeah, there's a quick montage of uh, B welding this hand cannon to the back of Battle B. Uh, Battle B like rears up, does some like beeps as it uh, flips up and makes like a cocking sound. Beautiful. Um, That's a pretty good look. And yeah, we we find you guys where we found you at the end of last session, uh, standing outside of the seemingly ordinary apartment building. But before that, there's a quick scene. Uh, so the camera pans on Lux as the scene transitions to what appears to be Lux sitting in a lone cell. However, the form she's currently in is her ordinary changeling form. Pale skin, silvery, silvery hair, right? Yep, and 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 black eyes. Uh, All black. Which, which uh, her black eyes seem to be devoid of any light for the most part. And after a while, a song can be heard uh, coming from a neighboring room. Lux hears the music and uh, begins to hum along to the song, She's Like a Rainbow. And just as she begins to hum, rather abruptly, the scene snaps back to Lux sitting alone. The music is cut off. Uh, in fact, it you know, there's no echo or any remnant of the music having ever played. And the scene transitions back to Lux as you stand outside the apartment building. Um, you don't have that vision. That was mostly just for the audience. Uh, but that is a memory that Lux has. Okay. Although uh, you have no recollection of that song. No. Almost as if it was removed. Yeah. Um, so we're just outside of this apartment building then. Mm -hmm. um, it's getting late. Probably sunset was, you know, a couple hours ago. Um, are people exiting? this building or does it seem to not like do people still seem to be like in you know what i mean like are people leaving for the day or 
Oh, um, most people who live in this building seem to work during the day. Uh, so over the course of a couple hours, you guys have watched people go into the building, though not many people come out. A couple guys, you know, delivering food, go up to the door, uh, get rung in, and then, you know, leave moments later. Give me, give me a, just over the course of when you are doing your stakeout, give me a invest, investigation or insight check, your, your choice. All of us or just me? I'll, I'll let one person do it, whoever wants to do it. Not me. Not you? Okay. <laughs> it should not be me. I have a, I only have a plus two to investigation. Uh, I have a five. And okay. Marcus is a plus seven. Oh, Ooh. well. All right. Can, can we like slap some guidance All on right. Marcus? That's great. Okay. Yeah, so Marcus I'm going to go ahead and uh, make my roll. Okay. Uh, 14. 14. Um, so as you watch these people, uh, for the most part, come and fewer people go, you don't notice anyone looking suspicious or out of the ordinary. You don't see like a lab coat sticking out of someone's briefcase as they try and stuff it in to hide it. Seems like normal people live here. Hmm. Um, and that's what you recall during your, you know, stakeout. Uh, that makes sense. Um, I definitely pass that along to everybody. So it's just normal people then. Hmm. So we should just very easily be able to go in, right? And maybe say that we're looking for, you know, a place like a like an apartment. It's an apartment building after all. Multiple people all at the same time. Well, I mean, I we could just be delivery people. All of us at the same time. I mean, big party. I like the idea of people looking for like a leasing office kind of thing. So maybe Lux and Zephyr go in trying to, um, you know, posing as a couple trying to get out of an apartment. And uh, Beatrice and I can, I don't know, find her, you know, see if we can get in with like, uh, we're mechanical folk and we are here to repair something. I don't know. Oh, there was something about a drain that was being fixed. Um, I remember that from, from one of the sending messages that we got. What was it? That they finally fixed the disposal drain. The smell was terrible. Maybe, maybe you could say that you're here to finish. Do a follow-up? Yeah. Uh, now we have some more Halo to do. Well, why can't... Um, <laughs> may... <laughs> you probably just come with us. Yeah, he's he's very quiet. It's always a plus. Quiet. Okay. okay, so how about this? Um, Beatrice, you can be the master plumber and we will be the apprentices. Um, Sweet, I'm the boss. Um, Lux, do you have... You have the ability to appear charming, don't you? Maybe you could distract the receptionist. Oh, uh, I do have the ability to appear charming. I <laughs> also have the ability to charm spell. <laughs> yeah, I also have the ability to appear frightening. So you know, one of those two things could work. Yeah, I could. I could absolutely be charming. I could. I'm very charming. 
perhaps it would be just enough to distract her and mm-hmm. you can sneak in behind you. Yeah, that, you know what, Halo? That's a genius idea. Thank you. He, he nods and then goes back into the, the background. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what? Let's do that. And if that doesn't work, well, my face isn't going to be that memorable. I, I can certainly change it. So, um, yeah, um, Lux will just kind of like dust herself off she's in something fairly respectable as opposed to like her normal like hippy dippy attire and um she heads into the receptionist desk into the building into the receptionist desk to the receptionist's desk there we go that okay. yeah so there's a uh, a guest button on the door uh you buzz it and i'm assuming everyone probably makes themselves like non-suspicious as uh the landlord or the the desk lady answers the door uh, wait does anybody come with me or do you guys remain outside very un you know like reading a newspaper waiting at the bus stop uh me and zephyr will come along okay. yeah uh, marks would probably just kind of be not a script and just hanging out just, you know existing on the street okay uh yeah so a lady opens the door and like Looks at you a little confused at the hour at which you're you're coming. Uh, can can I help you guys? Oh uh, yes, uh, we're actually looking to uh, rent an apartment in the area, and this is just such a cute little place. I was hoping to speak to somebody about it. Oh uh, yes, sure, right this way. And she steps to the side, opening the door, uh, letting you two in. Yeah. Okay, it, um, I'm gonna look at her and be like, "It's you're the um, you're 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 who I'll be speaking to, or is there somebody? Is there like a um, like a leasing manager?" Uh, it, it'll be me. I'm I'm the one on duty right now. Oh, great, great. I I just wanted to make sure I did. You know, just I'm gonna grab Zephyr's hand and just like give it a squeeze and just you know, it's our first place together. So just kind of excited. She, she nods like excitedly and um as do you guys walk inside um i would wait for them to kind of step away and as the door starts to close i'd put my foot out to try and catch well, the door right before it closed well well hold on uh okay um no. Zephyr, do you guys walk in i think that i hearing that she is gonna be the one that i'm talking to cast charm person okay. right then all right. Uh, what does she need to do? Uh, wisdom save. Yeah, it's um. My DC is sixteen. She's pretty much just a commoner, so uh, it's just a flat D twenty for her. It's a nine. So, as you guys begin to to step through the door, you see that she is going to like physically close the door behind you guys. And as you cast the spell on her, she kind of forgets her her due process and starts walking with you guys, leaving the door slightly ajar, just enough for Marcus to quickly sneak over and get into the door. Perfect. She, yeah, she, she begins leading you to, to her office, leading you guys away. Great. I will, yeah, I guess I'll follow her to the office. I just, yeah. well, I'll just look behind me to make sure that that door is, is open. You um, see um, 
you see Marcus's shoe stick between the door and the door frame. Perfect. <laughs> While we're walking, I want to see if I can like keep my eye open for where I guess like the entrance to the lab would be. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's a, a stairwell, you know, right inside the door, and she's leading you down a sort of uh, hallway. It seems to be a pretty compact building. You you don't see anything like secret lab entrance here. Uh, I don't think but so. Lux, <laughs> Lux, you you do see something. Oh. Um, we see it from Zephyr's perspective first. There's just this bulletin board with uh, a bunch of posts. Uh, there's like lost animal pictures, and you know a, a somewhat unsuspecting poster of what looks to be a uh, violin tutor and there's those little paper tags that you can take off of you know the poster it and it looks pretty pretty normal uh however lux uh the text looks different for you it simply says lux with a dash gift for you in the boiler room top shelf okay okay wild uh yeah, uh, but just... like I like I said, Zephyr, it looks completely ordinary to you. She's when she sees that, she kind of like stops for a moment and like tilts her head and like takes the whole violin lesson advertisement <laughs> off the bulletin board and is like, I really need a new violin t-shirt. <laughs> just holds on to it. Not not thinking much of it because she's literally charmed. She's like, oh, I I tried to play an instrument when I was younger, but you know, never got the knack for it. Yeah, it's um I have I'm very handy with instruments, so I guess I have my violin with me because you know I'm a bard. So like pat mm-hmm. pat the violin on the on my back and just, you know. Quickly we we cut over to uh Marcus uh as you like peek inside what is what is everyone else doing you you have access to the building so yes marcus would first look for what looks like a uh, a basement door something that looks utility uh sure and i'm assuming halo and beatrice follow suit yeah i'm right behind him okay um yeah you guys uh make your way inside watching as Lux and Zephyr are led down uh, by the by the receptionist. Okay, and go ahead. you begin looking for uh, like the utility room. Yeah, so just something that looks that's uh, not residential, something that doesn't look like an office, something that's you would find a janitor like in. Apartment buildings are are pretty standard as far as they go. So, yeah, there's there's no trouble in you finding uh, the utility closet, which is you know, dual function as the boiler room. Uh, you open the door and there's uh, various boxes. There's the boiler in the back. And yeah, it you find it in the basement of the building, basically. Could I try and search this room for like a secret door or something like that? Uh, sure, make a, make an investigation check. I will um, assist. Okay. Uh, you begin looking around the room, uh, but you... <sighs> Trying to think, where where would you be be looking uh, specifically? 
primarily be looking on the walls uh, for any kind of seam. Uh, if there's any kind of architecture in there, I'd be looking for like a hidden button. I don't think I'd look at the ceiling, uh, but the floor, I'd probably be looking for some, some kind of theme that might be a, uh, a like a trap door almost. It's actually very cluttered in here. Do you move anything out of the way? Or do you leave everything as pretty much as is? I'd move things a little bit and make sure I put them back. Um, as you move some of the boxes of items close to the eastern wall, you will see one of the bricks of the wall has a the letter R uh, in a circle imprinted on the brick. Interesting. I would note it and uh, keep looking because I want to make sure that we don't advance too far without Lux and Zephyr. Okay. Aside from that, you don't find um, anything of particular interest. Back to Lux and Zephyr, the, uh, the receptionist, you know, basically gives you the layout of some of the rooms. And what do you, what do you guys do at this point? Um, uh, it's, it's clear she's going to have you guys here a while. And she's like, do, do you want to tour one of the rooms? Oh, uh, you know what? I actually, can I, you know, I know this is kind of like, not above board, but could I, you think you could just have like a little look around, you know, because we're really good friends right now? Make a persuasion check at advantage. Okay. 30. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> like, um, I actually do have a lot of paperwork to do, uh, if, if that would be okay. Um, and she gives you the keys to one of the like display rooms. Uh, and she says, this this is for room one A. Um, if you if you want to get a better feel for the layout of the rooms, let me know if you have any questions. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. This has been great. I can't wait to move in. You know, hopefully we can get our application in. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. See you soon. And she yeah, and grabs she, it. Yeah, she what? she nods like gleefully to you, and um, I'm assuming you guys make your way. To the boiler room as well. Oh yeah, I handed the keys over to Zephyr, and I'm like, "Boiler room time." <laughs> this, she's like waving the violin thing, uh, the little advertisement for violin lessons in her hand, and she's like, "I gotta go to the boiler room. This says that there's a there's a gift for me there." Uh, so quick code or you don't see it. Mm. It says free violin lessons, or not free the pipe, but you know. I get you. <laughs> Says uh, Lux, gift for you in the boiler room. What'd you say? Top shelf. Top shelf. Boiler room, top shelf. Yes. I suppose we can look into it then. And it couldn't hurt, right? We got time. Come on. And and Marcus and B are around here somewhere. I saw I saw his foot like slide right in. So we're sure to run into them somewhere. Smash cut to you guys in the boiler room. Halo is like looking around the room. He's hearing the the creaking of the uh, the boiler, uh, and he just says, "This place gives me the creeps." And then the door slams open as Lux and Zephyr walk in. Uh, you see him like jump a little bit. Oh, Halo! Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, um, did I scare you? No, it's okay. Yeah, 
Marcus you... found something on the wall over there. Oh, what'd you find on the wall? Hold on, wait, before, before that, she's hold, she waves the, the paper. I am, um, I, there's a gift for me on the top shelf. The, uh, the yeah, you look over and there's a simple wooden rack uh, with a lone, unsuspecting cardboard box on the very top shelf. Can I reach it or do I need a step stool? Uh, there, there's stools available. I get on the step stool and I, I get You want to just I, climb up the shelf? <laughs> I was going to, I mean. Hips over, uh, knocks another shelf over and just cascades into, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can get the box, no problem. Great. Um, I like fold the paper up um, and like tuck it into like my pocket or my purse or whatever. Uh, and then I I just don't even check with anyone. I just open the box immediately. I'm like, this is a gift for me. And I just open it. All right. Uh, make it. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so the box contains a long, long box that contains a thin translucent wand made of some kind of fragile looking crystal. In addition, there are two bottles of a deep blue sparkling liquid. Uh, you would recognize the potions as potions of spell restoration. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah, yes. Two of them? Uh, two of them, yes. Okay, potions of... Uh, spell restoration. That's the you uh, regain one d four plus one expended spell slots. Yep. So you'll get two d two two d four plus two. Cool. Let's take one right now. You can recover a total number of combined spell slot levels equal to or less than the number that you roll. Yeah, so, so if you roll a five, you can recover a second level and a third level. You could recover okay. a fourth level and a first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll, I, I'll wait because I have a feeling I'm going to need another spell and I want to make sure that I can not lose any. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, so those are, so what is this um, thin wand? Uh, there is also a paper note uh, in the box as well. Hmm. Uh, it says thought you could use these. Use the wand to dispel any unwanted magical effects. P.S. If you're looking for a way in, try the eastern wall. One of the bricks should be marked. Dispel any unwanted magical effects. Uh, does the note have who is it from? Does it say a name? Is it signed? Uh, it is not. Do I recognize the handwriting? Uh, you do not. Hmm. Should we trust this? It is scribed in a rather bland uh, looking blocky text, almost as if to mask whoever wrote it. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> she said it oh no she said it well if we tried it it backfires you have those grenades so um plus the note says to try the eastern wall there's a brick that's marked 
Yeah, Marcus would point at the wall and say there should be an R in a circle over there. Well, I mean, I now we can't. expecting to someone find that with an investigation check, but it's there, so. <laughs> well, see, Marcus found it, so now we can't not believe the note, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Uh, don't worry. I'll keep a hold of it, and if anything should happen, it'll happen to me, and... I realize that that's not very reassuring, but <laughs> it's it's fine. It's it's fine. Everything's fine. We're good. Uh, yeah, we're we're. You know what? We've uh, we've. You know what? We've made it this far, you guys. We're. It's gonna be great. And we didn't go to that party, which was probably a trap. Um, yeah, I guess this could be a trap too. Yeah, let's follow the mysterious note deeper into the building. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's a very elaborate one. Uh, okay. So we know that there's an entry code and there's a code for the sentry that's here. Oh, and there's an alarm at the entrance. I wonder if that means that we have to put the code on to 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 disarm it. Oh, and there's a an elemental at the entrance too. Oh, good. It's a conjure elemental. Oh, <laughs> which. <laughs> She like holds up the the crystal, the crystal um, rod and is like, which I could dispel easily. I guess we'll see very quickly if this works. All right, uh, is it like a button? Mm-hmm. The 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 marked brick that's like a a, a button. So um, yeah, Lux will look at everyone and just be like, "Are you guys ready?" Several draws gun, just to be sure. All right, Lux will push the button. Before we get into that, um, I did give you a handout. You should find it at the top of your journal. Wand of Lesser Anti-Magic. Oh, it has seven charges while holding this. You can use an action to expend one or more of its charges to cast a dispel magic spell from it. Okay. Yes. From, From one charge, you can cast the third level version of the spell. You can increase the spell slot. Um, okay, if you expend the wand's last charge, the wand crumbles into ashes and is destroyed. Um, do I actually have to spell magic? No. Uh, that course. shouldn't actually be crumbles into ash. It should be uh, shatters into glass. One, yes, very important semantics here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so Thank that's you. what I get for copying and pasting, damn it. <laughs> yeah, um... Fantastic. It is fragile though. So Lux will uh, fragile, be very... fragile meaning uh it doesn't regain uh oh. charges and shatters whenever it the last one is used. You don't have to worry oh. about keeping it in your pocket and it breaking. It's just oh my gosh, that that, that would be wild if I did have to worry about that. <laughs> um yeah, um Lux will reach out and push the button and just look at everyone and be like maybe welcome to kind of the place that I was made. This isn't the exact one, but you know. Let's go. You press the cold stone of the brick and you will feel it give as it is pressed inwards. There's a clicking sound uh, and it pops back into place as the door shifts slightly, turning like a door as it leads down a stairwell into a dimly lit corridor. Um, should I go first? Marcus kind of adjusts the 
amulet of oh, what's the amulet of again? Proof uh, against detection. That's the one. Uh, he rubs that against his chest, going, "Well, let's let's hope this works." And um, Marks will take point going down the. Wait, he doesn't have dark vision. How um, dim are we talking? <laughs> you have the goggles, though. That's true. You have the goggles. Forgot about those. The corridor is dimly lit with uh, these sort of inset lights lining the corridor. Okay. Well, actually, not not at this point. Uh, the walls at this point are still the same brick walls you saw before. However, the light coming from the corridor at the end of the steps is giving off enough light to where you can see from up here. Yeah, if that makes sense. It does. Marcus would proceed cautiously, uh, trying to keep the lookout for any kind of um, step or any kind of secret button that might activate a trap. As you progress down the stairwell, you will notice the walls transition sort of in a sporadic manner to an industrial style like metallic wall hmm. uh, and it's a little like off-putting because it sort of just like melds together at points uh, you'll find like a lone brick in one place as the bricks become less consistent until it's just all metal walls hmm uh, and it is down here that you find that there are lights uh, sort of embedded in the metallic walls. Well, um... Marcus would keep going unless he finds something that is dangerous. I'm moving you guys over to the map now. Let me know if anyone has any difficulties seeing. All right, uh, you guys are free to move as, so long as you can see the map. The corridor leads downward, oh. and you can see that it uh, leads to a bend. All right. Same game, just going to keep moving forward at a slow pace, looking for anything that might be dangerous. Okay. Sounds good. I'll, I'll follow. Yeah, this one. And before he gets to the corner, he'd kind of try and peek around uh, just to see if there's anybody around the corner. Uh, you do not see anyone peeking around the corner, uh, you will see a reinforced uh, you will see a reinforced metal door and there is a key entry device on the right side of the door. Oh, great. You said okay. you were looking out for any dangers, so please make a, an investigation check for me. Okay. That's an 11. You don't notice anything of danger. Seems to be okay. Well, if it's okay, Marcus, then I guess we could continue. I think you're right. Uh, all right, I'm going to move forward a bit. Uh, just because you guys have prior information, just go ahead and go through the list of intel that you've gathered. Okay. There's an alarm. So we know that there is an alarm at the entrance and a conjure elemental at the entrance. So the information that I have is that, yeah, so there's a suggestion glyph in front of Caster's area. There's an alarm at the entrance. There is a glyph that the um, 
boss put on a case and a conjure elemental at the entrance and a glyph on the platform of the arc, which I'm assuming is the infusion arc. So yeah, that would be that would be alarm and conjure elemental, which we know that. So I could dispel magic. Right. Marcus just said that it looks safe to him. You have information that suggests otherwise, but you don't yeah. see anything in the immediate area. Uh, I will put a hand on Marcus's shoulder and just say, like, we we know that there is an alarm here, and we know that there's a chondro elemental spell, so we need to just really move kind of carefully as carefully yeah. as we can. If you want me to, I, I can take point so I can dispel it if anything gets set off. Sounds good. I, I know something's there. I just can't find it. Should I round the corner? Uh, that is that is up to you. Uh, what are you doing at the moment? I have the wand in my hand, and I think that I'm looking to see if I can see where the alarm is or if I can see where like the spell for the conjure elemental, whether it be a glyph or something else is located. First, make an arcana check for me. Could I give, I'm gonna give you guidance. That's fine. Okay. That's a, that's a seven. That's a 10. Mm, one shy. I apologize. Not your fault. Then uh, then make a, an investigation check for me. Okay. So that's uh, a 15. Uh, let me check the DC. I was going to say, please don't tell me that's also one shy. I think I'll cry. Uh, that is enough. That okay. is exactly what you need. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> to see that there is a glyph of warding right there. Oh, Okay. All right, found it. Can I see it? I, oh, I can. I can see it from where I am. So I would. So oddly uh, enough, about the dispel magic spell, you don't actually need to be able to see the magical effect. Uh, you just need to be casting the spell and assume that something is in range of it. That says choose any creature, object, or magical effect within range. It doesn't say anything about being able to see it. Okay, I, um, uh, Glyph of Warding is, do I know what level spell that is? Like, personally, I don't. Uh, well, you, you know, you were with Anubis when he was casting the spells, uh, so mm -hmm. I'd, I'd say you do. Okay, um, yeah, I just didn't so want to The make... base, oh, sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. I it's it's fine. I just didn't want to make the assumption. So go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, the base level for glyph of warding is three. However, it can be upcast to store more potent spells. Uh, so the minimum spell level required is third level. Hmm. Do I lose the charges if I cast if I use it at third level? You would lose one charge regardless of if it works or not. So I'd have to use three charges to cast it at fifth level. That is correct. Hmm. So it's kind of a gamble of, do you do you trust in your check to be able to do it, or do you want to spend the charges to do it? What spells 
did we intercept that would be guarding this? Do we know? Alarm and Conjure Elemental. What level's Conjure Elemental? We can use the spells level depending on what was used as kind of a guide. I believe Conjure Elemental is a fifth level spell. That is correct. Okay. So if Conjure Elemental is one of the spells used by the glyph, we'll probably want to look at a fifth level. Uh, what is the area of Dispel Magic? 120 feet. The spell has to have a navigable path to the okay. thing it's dispelling. So if it is behind like a solid wall, then you can't dispel it. But you don't necessarily have to know it's there to dispel it. Here's the question. Mm-hmm. If I cast this at fifth level and it goes away, will I know what the will I be able to tell what the glyph is or was? Ooh. I don't think glyph of warding has a way of identifying. Uh, you'll definitely know if it's successful or not, uh, because you can see the glyph now. Um, right. But and I've... you would see it disappear, but yeah, so the, the thing is, is that I want to make, like, if it is for Conjure Elemental, I'd like to know so I could dispel magic at the appropriate level for the, Makes sense. for, for um, Alarm, but if that's not possible, um, could I grab, could I grab B and see if she could um, discern anything about this? You would also need to make an investigation check to be able to see it first, because uh, oh. it's it's kind of like you pointing out an optical illusion, saying this is what it looks like, and be like, "I see a duck. There's no rabbit there." Okay, I mean, do you want to give it a try, B, or yeah. or or Zephyr? Yeah, uh, but whoever whoever's doing the investigation would also need to do their the Arcana roll. Lux, you are also more than welcome to do the Arcana roll. It's not going to go against anything. Okay. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do it. And I've got uh, a plus four to Arcana if I can help. I have a plus six. Twenty-one is. Twenty-one is fine. Wow, Dana, that's really Yeah, I only have plus two to Arcana. So judging judging by the glyph, uh, and you can see the runes of the spell inscribed in the glyph. You do get traces of conjuration, uh, and mm-hmm. you do see like a little symbol of a fire elemental. Though it's like the sort of Egyptian, like hieroglyphic style. Okay. Okay. G- awesome. Um, yeah. So I would, in that case, I would really like to use. I will. I'll come over this corner, where, mm-hmm. um, and I will. Oh, I don't even have to. I would just like to, I would like to um, dispel magic and I'll use, yeah, I'll use, um, I guess that's third, fourth, fifth. That's three charges. Uh, so you'll have four charges left. Yep. Okay. And I am writing that down. Uh, you wave the wand, you see the glyph uh, spark to life and then fizzle out. Uh, the, the room like almost seems to ignite for a second. Uh, and then goes back to the sort of dully lit interior and the glyph disappears. As you cast the spell, you feel the wand uh, like crack in your hand, uh, just gets this like hairline fracture in it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I know you're gonna break, but I don't want you to break early. Uh, 
thank you though. She'll like hold up the wand and talk to it, like whispering to it. Be a good wand. You, you hear a voice back. Yes, good. And no! <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no, a sentient wand. Halo uh, whispers to be, I, where did she get that? It's terrifying. She's talking to it. Oh, I think Casey stepped out. <laughs> okay, let's, okay, continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that, um, she'll look at everyone and be like, um, yeah, it seems to be done. So let's, um, let's continue. Marcus, I think you're safe to go if you want to go in front. Sounds good. Marcus would approach. No wants to step. <laughs> He'd slowly step down here. And you said there was a key on the right-hand side of the door? Uh, yeah, there's like a, a key code entry point. Oh, yeah, I have the I have the key code for you, Marcus, if you'd like to uh, enter it. It is A8447. Okay, you put that in. Yeah, you enter the code, and the indicator light flashes green, and... The door opens. Uh -huh. uh, you will see in the distance uh, a rune sentry, alerted to your presence, begin to move uh, in your in your direction. Oh, Marcus, we have a code for this too. So I'll um, it's on its way. So as it's soon close. as it as soon as it gets close enough, I'll um. Do you just like say the code, or do you have to enter it? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the code. Uh, just say it. S7708. There's a brief beeping sound as it takes a less hostile appearance and begins walking away. Out of player knowledge. Boop. Oh no. Have mm. I set off an alarm? Okay, you may continue. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, so let me describe uh, the interior of this room. Uh, yeah, you enter the room, and after the rune guardian begins to walk away, uh, you get a glimpse of what it looks like. You can see this center platform with a mechanical-looking archway affixed to it. Uh, there are conduit channels running from the center platform to what look like three generators, uh, though they seem to be switched off at the moment. Uh, so we're we're on the platform. Uh, no, the the center platform is right here. It has stairs that lead up to it, and there is a mechanical like circular arch on it. Ah, so and then there are one, like crates sort of in miscellaneous locations around. One could assume that this is the infusion arc. Then, maps, maps. There is a glyph on the platform of the Ark. We don't know what it's of, though. Uh, I... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how do I do this? So I guess I'll move up. And um, are there any other doorways I can see? can see this over here. Is that a doorway? Uh, it is, yes. And there are stairs here. Well, it seems like we could probably just go, and it seems like there's a pathway here. Um, I'm just going to look at everyone and just say, I think that there's a couple of places that we really should go. Um, I 
don't know. I don't know what to do with the infusion arc, but I can only assume that um, it's needed for maybe like a chromoplasm infusion. So that might be something that we have to deal with last. Uh, I would like to go to the archives. And there's something about a reset. And there's also a containment area, a reset chamber, um, and a disposal drain. So we could be heading to any, really any of those places, honestly. Do you want to stick together or do you want to split up? Uh, I think we should probably stick together. I mean, what do you think, Marcus? I mean, we could we could split up, but it could get really dangerous. Yeah, it's probably best if we all stick together. Yeah, I think it, I, I don't think it's a good idea if we split up here. It's what if you guys ran into Castor, or what if we ran into Castor, or what if you ran into somebody else? I let's just stick together. Uh, which way do you want to go first? Hmm, kind of am feeling right over here. Um, though straight ahead does seem very tempting, so yeah. I don't know. I I don't see any magical effects around, but I do know that there is a an alarm at the entrance, right? You didn't see anything. I've already the set alarm it off. spell. The alarm spell is actually there's no way to detect it outside of detect magic. Oh my god! A thing I don't have. Okay. So I've already tripped it, basically. Yes. However, I don't know if Lux would realize that. That's fine. Um, you you can make an investigation check to look around for the alarm. Okay. B, do you want to be the guidance bot? Yeah, I'll give you guidance again. 17? Is that math? Yeah, that's math. 17. Yep. Uh, you do not see uh, any trace of a glyph of warding in your immediate area. However, you do see a glyph on the platform. Oh, okay, so I am right about the platform. Okay, well then, with um, all my extensive amounts of knowledge, um, uh -huh. I will continue moving, because I don't know that I've tripped the alarm spell. Fuck hmm. me. This is a door. Yep. All right, I'll, um, assuming I'll you guys in the enter the, uh, the key code, you will, upon nearing this door, uh, smell a sort of nauseating oh. aroma. This has got to be the the disposal drain area. Oh no. Um. You know, if you don't want it to look, you don't have to. Yeah, I don't want to look. Um, I'll just I'll just face away, and look at the arc. If you guys want to go in, I don't think. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Mark would want to go in there. Okay. Checking for um, traps and anything dangerous. Sure. So you enter the code and the door slides open. Everyone, it, you, you get this uh, nauseating smell uh, wash over you and it's it leaves you almost lightheaded and, and sick to your stomach. Could everyone make a constitution save, please? DC 12. 
16. Okay, you're fine. Uh, Marcus, you're fine. Oh, no. Zephyr, that Ooh. is a failure. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Um, Halo's fine. The air is very foul. Uh, Casey, you just barely make it. Sweet. Uh, and Marcus, it doesn't matter because you passed, but you actually have advantage on this uh, as it is uh, the poisoned effect. Zephyr, you, you feel yourself like retching slightly, like dry, dry heaving and very, very dizzy. Everyone else, you're able to like cover your mouth, but for the next hour, uh, Zephyr, you are poisoned. Oh my gosh, what a... A poisoned creature has disadvantage on attack rules and ability checks. For an Fun. hour! Oh or my... For an hour. Why does this oh, always happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> I happens. mean, we, we could. Why does this always happen to you? I don't know. Since everyone has been exposed to the effect, though, you are able to, except for Zephyr, uh, hold yourself against it and not suffer the effects now that you've passed the initial save. Uh, so you are, you are free to enter this room. Marcus is going to take a look at the ground and make sure there's nothing too hinky in the area. And uh, we'd cautiously step inside if it's clear. Uh, yeah, the water is like bubbling slightly. Uh, you feel, you see like this kind of reflective, oily surface on it in places, um, but you don't notice any traps. Do make an investigation check, though, as you walk in, please. 21. As you walk into the room, oh, shoot. Uh, you notice something rather strange. Sort of like spray-painted or uh, sort of labeled on these pipes are the precinct that they are respective to. You notice that the labeling on them is the same as where you guys found yourselves initially in the sewer, despite this being in a different location altogether. Okay. Marks would relay that to the party. They're the same as the ones in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm I'm coming in. So like it takes a really deep breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And Wait, oh, why didn't I do that? Actually, it was just hold my breath. I could have just hold my breath. I could have just hold my breath. Well, um, yeah, uh, Lux will will um go in a little bit further, and she wants to look at these. So this just these look like the pipes that we encountered in that very first mission. Uh, well, most of the sewer system is pretty standard in the you know infrastructure it uses it's just odd that the location you guys were in has the same precinct and uh labeling as these pipes because as far as you know you are not in the same place but this seems to suggest otherwise could have possibly have been moved here like replaced well i remember from that first mission together that I recognized 
kind of the area that we were in. And when I peeked above, I saw where the old lab was. And I don't know if they're just pumping. Is this just the old lab? That's not, this is a completely different part of town. But they were, they were, there were rainbow slimes down there. They were dumping, they were dumping bad experiments, uh, what failures. They were dumping them in the sewers. What the hell? And we're, we're not, we're not close to. Nowhere near close. So I, I, oh man, I wish I had like a familiar or something. Um, <laughs> hey, so, Halo can talk to fish. Are there any fish here? No, there's, there's no fish. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it was poor <laughs> fish. Halo really um, is just Aquaman. <laughs> fades into the background can talk to fish sounds about right mm -hmm. <laughs> these pipes it would it would indicate that these what they're doing is dumping to the same location that they previously were in well the infrastructure would be labeled appropriately depending on the location so either the pipes of the location have been moved here or something else has happened. They moved the pipes. Why would they move the pipes? If we're dealing with the uh, chromatic plane, could it be they're using the pipes to dump in certain areas by using the chromatic plane to move it? I, I, I suppose I'm, do we still have that map of the sewer? Uh, you do. Um, okay. I mean, hmm. I was very proud of that sewer map. It's a good, I'm looking at it right now. It's a good map. It's a real yeah. good map. Uh, and I remember exactly where it was the entrance at the very, the very, um, right hand top where Lux like went up and she saw. So there's a drain. There were two, there was a drain here in the top right-hand corner. When we were down there, did it look like there were any pipes that were leading in, like, into those waterways, I guess? Like, was anything being dumped? There, there most definitely was. Anywhere you see water, uh, uh -huh. there, was, there was drains. It's just the ones that are labeled were, there was a mechanic where they would release the torrent of water if you were in that area. So there, there's definitely drains that are not marked on that map. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure of what we can do here. Uh, does anyone want to make an Arcana check? Who's good at that? <laughs> Me. Who, 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 I have a two in Arcana, so. Uh, uh, I'm yeah, I check got a four on again. Arcana. Here you go, B. Want a Bardic? Take it. It's a D8. Thanks. Oh, oh shit. Shit. You can I'm just not going to use the, the, the bar. Yeah, just yeah. 24. Um, Pretty high. So does anyone remember about how I explained uh, the walls transitioned from brick to metal in a sort of like sporadic, not exactly, not exactly like construction manner? Yeah. Where, where was this? Yeah. At the beginning. Uh, at, the, at the very entrance. 
Okay. So yeah. the the stone walls or the stone brick walls seem to like meld with the 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 metallic walls. Yes. In a unnatural sort of way. Oh fuck. Um, with your twenty four Arcana check, you may surmise that you were actually teleported somewhere by walking through that corridor. Oh. Like, right now, we teleported somewhere else? Well, not at this moment, but when you walked through the corridor, when it was transitioning from stone brick to metal walls, that was the teleportation. So, that means that this is the same lab. Yeah. Do I recognize any part of this lab, then? Um, not at the moment, no. Uh, um, I guess, I guess so. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember any of this. Lux looks shaken though. I think we, I think we should go. I think we should, um, there, there's a lot of other rooms and this one smells bad. She'll just leave the room. Uh, so before, before you get any further. Oh, uh, you will hear footsteps coming from uh, the southern corridor. Oh no! Uh, uh, oh no! Hide! 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 Let's <laughs> B B come in! Come in here! Uh, everyone can everyone can make stealth checks if they'd like. Oh yeah, oh I'm yeah! Gonna a, I'm going to have a board for that. I might need it. I I have seven at least. Oh no! Uh. Oh, uh, the lovins. Double Ooh, I got a twenty. Shit, you didn't even need it. Um, uh, I guess what's the check for this? I was gonna use Flash of Genius. On who? Both of them. Can you do it on two people at once? When you are another creature you see within thirty feet of you, makes an ability check, and then I can use it up to my intelligence modifier, which is three. Does but it I guess use it would your be reaction. Yes, I believe it is a reaction. Yeah, it's a so reaction. So you can you can only get one of them. No, it's okay. It's up. It's ever. Well, uh... Uh, the masks. Uh, masked scientists have exactly a passive perception of eleven. I hate this. Oh wait, wait! But if you meet it, you beat it. Uh, not with not with stealth. Uh, in stealth. Oh. The defender is considered the perceptor, not the stealthy. Uh, it's fuck. Okay, you just have to pick one of us. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, I'm gonna look. Shit, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you to do, Casey. <laughs> just pick uh, someone. In it. We'll we'll we're, we will work it out. However, will we have you to. find us all pick out? Works. Oh my god, don't I'm just gonna roll a just want roll a 1d2. I'm gonna roll a 1d4 and the even will be Zephyr. Okay. That's Lux. No. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. All right, so it is uh Zephyr. Your your thoughts are kind of like muddled at the moment due to the poison. Uh everyone like starts like whispering. You find yourself like a little dazed. 
And before you know it, everyone's trying to drag you into this room, which still smells nauseating. And you see sort of coming down the south corridor, four scientists, all wearing masks. They spot you and and point at you. Uh, And I need everyone to roll for initiative, please. Yeah, they like point at you and you hear, you there, stop. This is considered a surprise round since four of you managed to hide. So we will go first through a round of uh, those who are hiding. So Marcus, you're up first. Cool, I'm going to uh, shoot scientist in red. Before you do that, Okay. Scientist in red uh, is no longer surprised because he got a 22. Oh, okay. So I have to shoot somebody else then. If you want advantage on it, yes. I do. Um, so let me shoot the guy in blue. 14. A 14 is not enough. Alrighty then. You see it, you know, it looks like it's going to strike true, but it deflects off of some uh, sort of like force armor uh that's encasing this person you could just imagine the scientist like making eye contact with you underneath his mask um during the surprise round do i get to use my extra attack feature or you get your you get your full full attack action your full normal action okay so the first one's at advantage the second one's at normal no because they are surprised they're surprised until their turn in the in the initiative Cool, then I will make a second shot at them. 23. Uh, 20, 23 does hit, yes. That's 12 piercing damage. Though it looks like it hits him, he like flinches and a arcane flare of force bursts around him and sends your bullet pinking harmlessly to the ground. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we are in trouble. Not good, very bad. No, yeah, not good, very bad. Oh, it should really would have been a great thing if I had thought about, you know, the alarm spell before we entered, but... You can't think of everything. Lux, that is your turn. Yeah, um, I'm gonna move, um, past... past Zephyr, because I need to get a line of sight. Ah, oh, fuck you guys. It's time to do my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I would like to center it right on the green one, and I would like to cast Shatter. So those who are still surprised actually can't take reactions yet. So yes, go ahead and roll that, and I will do constitution saves for all of them. There you go. 15 thunder damage. So uh, this is for red. Okay. Fail. Uh, green. Fail. Blue. Fail. Purple. All of fail. them fail. Woo! That is satisfying. <laughs> um, Lux just looks very happy with herself. Um, I am intelligently going to move here. I believe that I have enough movement for that. Taking a potion is a bonus action, correct? Uh, that is correct. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take one of those... If I take two potions, is that 
Yeah, take one, one per bonus action. One per bonus action. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know if I could double fist them. <laughs> no. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and get my, um, we'll do one uh, of these potions of spell recovery. One D4 um, plus one. Jeez. All right. Well, you know what? It's fine. I use the second level spell slot, so um, I could always get that back. Internal and external screaming. Okay. All right. That's my turn. Fuck me. Let's uh. Well, let's say there were three potions in there. <laughs> okay. Thank you. There's three potions in there. Okay. Masked scientist eighteen. Surprised. No longer surprised. B. It is your turn. I'm stressed. Girl, me too. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. I can't see anyone right now. Oh, okay. You got to move over to where I am, basically. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to step out into the hall. And Uh-oh. if I have the firearms proficiency, does that does not mean I ignore reloading. That is correct. Okay. I not unless you that. have the feet or the modification. Okay, so I'll have to take the feet eventually to do that. Okay, I'm gonna step out on Battleby. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna step out into the hall where Lux is. Which ones did you say still are surprised? Not the red one? Uh, not the red one, not the purple one, but the blue and the green one are still surprised. Okay. Surprise in their eyes. I'm going to take a shot with my hand cannon at the green one. Time to put this bad boy to the test. Oh. And 11 Can I use a luck point? Yes. Thank you. I'm really sad it has to hit. 13? 13 does not hit. Uh, should I? I'm not going. I'm not. That's so much damage, though. Mm hmm. Is that right? Will you check my thing to make sure? Nope, that's right. Oh my god, that's I'm so upset. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll get him next time. He's like, yeah, and then she's gonna step back into the hallway. That's right. Alright, so the blue and green scientists are no longer surprised. That brings it to the red masked scientist. Uh he's gonna open things up. You see him flail out his fingers as a small ball of sparking fire erupts and he flicks it in your direction and it lands in between all of you exploding out in a inferno like fireball I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw including Battleby I forgot that the scientists were wizards (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to roll that advantage. <laughs> uh, 16 is is fine. Mine's a 10. Oh, I don't think that's... 11, you say. Rip. Uh, Halo, poor baby. Ooh, Battle, we got a 9. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I need to know move... what the save DC is so I can use... Let me just move I Battle, be there. The save DC is 15. Ooh. Uh, did you want to oh. use Flash of Genius, Casey? You s- no, because that can't save anybody. 
still Wait, have it could your say... bardic. Oh, I do have my bardic. Yes, 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 yes. That's a D8. Yes. Uh oh, jeez. I'm going okay. to give Halo Flash of Genius because I would like a healer. Whatever this is going to happen, I want to invest in a healer at this very moment. Makes oh, sense. We're about to fucking die. So it is indeed a fireball. That was amazing. Uh, so everyone, anyone who succeeded, which is Marcus, uh, you'll take half damage. Okay. How much is this? And match? Halo. Oh my! Succeeded. Halo succeeded. Oh. Halo succeeded. Okay, so yeah, because I did fifteen. Oh, we're gonna fucking die. Uh, so that was fifteen fire damage. Uh, yes, 15. Oh my god, Zephyr, you have like one hit point. You're, oh my god. Uh, the masked scientist will then run over here and say to the rune uh, sentry, the same code you used to deactivate it. <laughs> uh, it stirs back, back to life. Uh, if someone shouts the code again, it'll deactivate once again. Do we have to do it on our turn? Uh, yeah, you have to do it on your turn. Okay. Uh, let's just add him to the initiative for fun. He got an eight. So as long as someone, <laughs> as long as someone does it before his turn, he'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Actually, Zephyr, you have a higher initiative. You have a higher dex than the scientist. So technically, you would have gone before him. Get out of the area of the fireball. Since you would have went before him, Bedrip. Yep. Uh, what would you have done on your turn? Would you have fired with your gun and stayed there, or would you have moved up on them? Uh, I would have moved forward. Then go ahead and refund yourself uh, the 31 HP damage you took. Good. <laughs> would you have moved out of the way? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he, he didn't know necessarily that he's casting a fireball, right? True. So I would run up on red here. Okay. Begin beating up on the nerds. So good. Fuck these guys, honestly. <gasps> All right, two Whoa. net ones. I see how it is today, roll 20. I oh see how it is today. Wow. They cannot the do shame. this to you. All right, so that's your first attack. 26 for a second. Uh, 26 Duel hits. The duality of man. For another nine damage. Unarmed. Nine. Misses. That's cool. So he hasn't activated the robot then yet, right? He, he's going to say it on his turn. It's literally just going to be like, uh, activate, deactivate, activate. I'm not too worried about it. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> Everyone, uh, you still get fireballed, mm -hmm. unfortunately. That's fine. Uh, the scientist is going to move away from you, though. He already used his action to cast Fireball, uh, so you get an attack of up on him. Kick his ass, Zephyr! What's oh, Zephyr, buddy? 11. Being poisoned sucks. <laughs> God. Okay, that's the end of that guy's turn. Lux, it is your turn. Uh, okay. Well... Let's, um, are, are they wearing any metal? Uh, no. 
Oh, those fucking masks aren't metal. God damn it. Really wanted to burn one of their faces off. <laughs> My face. Okay, let's see. I mean, I'm yeah. guessing Lux is the one to yell the deactivation code to the sentry. Oh, a hundred percent. She screams it at the top of her lungs. Yeah, she's <laughs> she, she's like running that way, and she's like S seven seven zero eight, and um, stands at it's, attention. It's a, she's like flipping them off. The ten foot radius. So if I cast it there, I'll miss Zephyr, right? Correct. Like he. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna cast Shatter right there uh, in this square, so I hit those assholes. 18 thunder damage if they don't pass. Uh, so you begin casting the spell, um, and as you're about to complete the spell, the blue scientist snaps his fingers, and you see your spell get like sucked into a vacuum and uh, dissipate. I hate these fucking guys. Uh, I'm gonna look at Zephyr, and I'm just gonna be like, "Take a Bardic," and and um, these guys are gonna get fucking stabbed next because you can't fucking. Anyway, that's my turn, and I'm not happy. You know what? I'm actually gonna move a little bit this way. You know what? I'm just gonna move to this corner. Is that the end of your turn, Lux? Uh, very unfortunately, yes. Yes, it is. All right, Marcus, uh, it's up to you now. All right, then. So I have two questions. The first question is, um, the fuck you pistol that I have, is that a cone or is that directed at one person? One person. Okay. So then the second question doesn't matter. All right, I'm going to move... And I'm going to I'm gonna shoot the red wizard with my rifle. Uh, here comes my first attack. 19 to hit. As you go to shoot, you will see him throw up his hand as a a wall of arcane force comes between him and the bullet as your bullet falls to the ground. Make a second shot. Uh, your second shot uh he still has the the wall up uh you just see it go right through it uh it shatters and uh wings him in the shoulder uh go ahead and roll damage 11 i believe that's all i can do for the time being all right who is number 18 ah purple uh so he sees you firing at his buddy well, he can't really get to you. So actually, he's just going to run up on Lux. Uh, Zephyr, you get... Did you, you already used your attack of opportunity on the red one, right? Yeah, so I wouldn't have it, sadly. Okay. Uh, he's going to come up on you, Lux. Uh, you see him hold out his hand as long, necrotic, purple nails of like energy jut out from his fingertips. Uh, and he swipes at you. Ew. Uh, not one misses you, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Nice try, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, B, what'd you like to do? I'm going to step back out into the hall on Battle B. I'm going to go for the blue one. 
All right, hand cannon. My Mac's about to die. You should plug it up. Hand cannon. 14. 18 18. Hits. Oh, Why are you saying 14? 14 damage. I looked at the very bottom. So hit for 18 and it takes 14. This is awesome. And then <laughs> I love B. Can they see if she were to be like right by the crates, could they, some of them still see her? Not not if you hide, but you'd have to use your action to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Would that give me like partial like partial cover? It'll definitely give you cover, yes. Okay, that's what I want to do. I'm just gonna move behind a crate. Oh my gosh. Halo, why haven't you gone yet? Halo. Wait, Halo. baby Halo. Baby Halo. Um I'm running your keep Halo. Yeah. So you're gonna run over there then? I want to run behind behind one of the crates. Not hide behind, but like stand behind for cover. Gotcha, gotcha. Halo would have definitely, he would have definitely casted haste on his turn, but he would have had to make a pretty gnarly. Oh wait, no, he would have he would have had to make a manageable Constitution save. So, are you guys okay with me just having him cast haste now? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Zephyr, are you in range? So he's going to move here. He'll give Marcus and Halo, uh, Marcus and Zephyr the boot. All right. Uh, so yeah, your AC increases. All that good stuff. Uh, Masked Scientist Nine, which is the green one. Uh, you will see the green scientist. Uh, they're not actually green. That's just how I'm keeping keeping track of what spells they have. Is this as big of a radius as I think it is? Oh, jeez. Uh -oh. oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. James? Huh? huh? James is scaring me. Huh? He's scaring me? Yeah. This is going to be weird. 40-foot cube. Uh, so he can't fit the cube in here, so it's going to miss Marcus. Uh, but I need Lux, Beatrice, and Zephyr all to make... Constitution question mark? Yes. Consta constitution save, please. Zephyr, you do have that bardic. Don't forget. Oh, wait, no, it's not constitution. It's uh, before anyone else's, else rolls, it is wisdom. My apologies. Oh, good. Oh. Uh, what's your fine? You have uh, the bardic. Use it. What's a d8? Yep. Okay, Zephyr, you're fine. B, Baby. I need. Ooh. B, I need you and Battle B to make wisdom save. Ugh. Okay. Um, Nine. Uh, that is a fail, and then I need Battle B to go to make the save as well. If Battle B is down, I'm going to leave the apartment. Sixteen. Uh, Battle B succeeds. Good for Battle B. She can hold my dead body. <laughs> so, B, you start feeling very, very lethargic. Uh, I thought it would have been funny if. Zephyr got hasted and slowed. Oh my god. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure how that would work, but B, you are you are slowed now. Damn slow. The scientists will move over there out of uh, out of range of the attacks. So he thinks. Oh, so he thinks. <laughs> A masked scientist number eight. He will simply 
Zephyr, you will see him poof over there. They can't stop me. They can only delay me. Actually, he doesn't have to poof over there. You already used your reaction. So instead, he's just going to walk walk over there. He'll cast just a good old-fashioned ray of frost on you, Zephyr. 16 missing, though. Yep. Uh, the Ruined Century just looks around at everything that's happening. The masked scientist in red. Ooh, don't I go again? I you you go before him. Turns keep getting mixed up. Yes, it is your turn. And you have double so movement. Fast. Mm-hmm. That's right. Extra fast. So uh, I'm going to hit red. First attack here. 11. 11 misses. Drat. Is there some. Second attack. 15. 15 still misses. He still has shield up. There's oh, some buff right. scientists. Uh, let's go with. Use a key point. Okay. And do Fury of Lows. I'm going to put two attacks on green. 19. Uh, 19 would hit. Uh, however, he also cast Shield. God, I hate wizards so much. <laughs> oh, and I get through. I get through. I can still speak, though, right? Oh, yeah. So the scientist just said the code to turn on the sentry buff, the rune sentry, right? Right, and then Lux promptly shouted it back. So, if so I were off. to yell it, would it be on my side? Uh, no. The, the rune sentry recognizes specific personnel. Uh, mm. Activating it would not go in your favor. Uh, unless uh, someone could somehow reprogram it. Uh, that's a B thing, but mm-hmm. that is a B thing. That'll be it for me. All right, masked scientist in red is going to peek around the corner here. What's the radius uh, of fireball here? Christ! Fireball is a twenty-foot radius. Again, he will cause a spark of fire to erupt in his hand, causing fire to erupt in a circle around that area. I need all four of you to make dexterity saves. I'm about to go down, you guys. Oh, fuck. Uh, That is a fail. Yep. Uh, That is a fail. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, it's been nice knowing you guys. Take my nat twenty. Wait, what's this? What's the save? Uh, you definitely succeed, uh, but also no, no, Battleby no. needs to roll. Oh shit! But what's the save? Uh, save is fifteen. If Halo is in range, you could potentially get him and make it so that. Can you get Halo in your thingy? What did Halo? He got roll? an eleven. I only have plus three. Ah. Welp. All right. So this red mage's last fireball. Okay. I'm going to have a question depending on what the damage is. Uh, All right. 28. Here's the question. 
Oh, okay. Um, so like I stay in in my tiefling form even if I go unconscious, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. I'm down. Uh Battle B also goes down. Mind me. Don't remind you. No, I'm really sad. All right. Uh, but that is the red scientist's turn. Uh Marcus. I'm going to shoot our boy in red. Okay. Uh, Do you have any healing potions on you? I do not. Fine. I have seven. Oh, my God. I don't know why. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure I bought them. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you did. On red? Yep. Oh, yeah, that hits. Boom. Eight damage. Uh, he falls like a sack of potatoes. Beautiful. And there is... Where is it? Ricochet. So whenever I deal damage to a creature that uh, would kill it, um, that creature only takes the exact amount of damage to reduce it to zero. Any remaining oh, damage is dealt to another creature of my choice within 10 feet of the original creature. Nice. He had four HP left and green masked scientist is within 10 feet cool let's put four on him as well it uses the original attack roll right i believe so uh then that more than enough hits him as well he needs to make a constitution save on the slow effect failing b you are no longer slowed sweet cool at least i'll take my second shot at the blue guy at the blue guy yes that is a 13 to hit. <laughs> hey, the uh, opposite end of the spectrum does, does not hit. No. No. All right. Your hasted attack? Question mark? Oh, my hasted attack. Yes, oh, wait. I do have one. Halo's unconscious. Oh, never mind. I don't have one. Uh, if Halo's down, can I go? Uh, Ooh, actually, uh, at the end of when haste ends, Oh, you actually right. become lethargic. Ah, that's right. So that didn't happen. You're correct. Oh no! Oh no! Ah, I'm gonna cry. Uh, but you are no longer lethargic. Great. Good news. Next. Um, but the red scientist is still alive. That is correct. Yes. Next time, gadget. All right, uh, Lux. I need a death save, please. Okay. Okay, <laughs> there you go. That's ding. You fucking stand back up. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Uh, happens at the beginning of your turn. You still have your full turn, uh, though you are prone right now. Okay, and I, I come back up with one HP, right? Mm-hmm. So um, this guy watches you get blasted. Oddly enough, uh, the mask scientist in front of you is also in range. But you watched as the fireball almost curved around him. Metamagic bullshit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah he, he was about to turn his attention from you, and then he just looks at you standing up very singed and probably fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He's not looking real happy. And the good news is, is that um, taking a basic healing potion is a bonus action. <laughs> so 
Um, I'm gonna roll that one. What is that? Two d four plus two. Yep. I'm gonna take my six h me and my seven HP. Mm-hmm. I get back up with one. And I'm gonna fucking stab. I'm gonna use psychic blades, and I'm gonna fucking stab this dude. And I realized that, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do that. (laughs) Hold on, let me think about this. I'm gonna stab him. I'm gonna go in with the psychic blades. Does a 16 hit? It would normally hit. Oh, I hate this guy so much. (laughs) Uh, But he throws up his hand and sends your sword against the wall. Oh, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Soft it out. All right, um, that was my stupid turn. <laughs> wow, that nat 20 on the death save, though. All right. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take it any day of the week. All right, it is Purple's turn. Gonna swipe at you with his gnarly purple claws. I hate this guy. Uh, 17 to hit. That that hits. Look <laughs> at that damage, my god. I'm you not, take four necrotic damage. I'm not. I'm uh, not. And he regains two. You know what? Two. He deserves it. He uh, like takes it and like wipes her face a little bit. Is like, um, it's not gonna be that easy. Just go to sleep already. No. So yeah, he like he like batted your sword against the wall and then like swiped at you, narrowly grazing you. B, that is your turn. My God. Okay, B is going to sprint to Marcus, hand him a healing potion. Okay. Uh, and then sprint to Halo and use a bonus action to give him a potion. I'd say it's your bonus action to pour the potion down his throat. But if you're just reaching for a potion, I have no problem with you just like handing it off to Marcus as a free action. Oh, sweet. Then I might shoot. Oh, no, I don't know if my blunderbuss... It's just you, you can't take both potions at once, but if you're already fiddling with them, you know, you can just throw them at Marcus's feet or whatever. Okay, well, what I'm going to do is as I run across the room from the crate, I'm going to have... Oh, I don't want Battle B. Sorry, Battle, battle... B. I'm... Yeah, Battle B is... I have my blunderbuss. I'm shooting. Can I shoot back there from where Halo is? Uh, What's the range of the blunderbuss? 80. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, cool. So what I'll do is I'll run to Marcus, I will hand him a potion, and then I will go to Halo, and I will pour a potion down his throat as a bonus action. Uh, He gets back six. Okay, and then I'm going to shoot the red one. All right, nice. Oh, I'm so stressed. <laughs> 17. 17. Four damage, tell it to freaking die. Would 17 would normally hit. On on the red one? Mm-hmm. Does it have uh, better AC? But he throws up his hand, casting shield. You bitch! <laughs> it's not fair! You're such a turd! I'm a child! What is a child <laughs> even doing here? What are you doing here? What are you, I work here. What are you doing here? Why Shut do you up. Work, why do you work here? B, is that the end of your turn? Sadly, yes. Okay. Uh, it is Green's turn. He's not going to leave your range, but he's going to climb up 
onto the platform. Oh no, there's a glyph up there! You can see him like looking at the platform like, okay, easy. Easy does it. And then once he realizes he's safe, he looks over at you three. He cracks his knuckles and then thrusts his palms outward as white strands of string shoot out and a massive web covers your area. Uh Uh-oh. God, I hate wizards. Let's see, 20-foot cube. Uh, Yeah, he can fit uh, that inside. Okay, so yeah, you guys uh, are immediately covered in the web. When you start your turn there, you'll need to make a dexterity saving throw or be restrained. Great. Restrained doesn't mean that you can't take actions, though. Uh, And then he will gingerly climb back down. Wow, I wonder what that glyph is. Halo needs to make the dexterity save. Let me just go ahead and put where I'm going to mark where the web is. It has to fit in that hallway. So, all right. So dexterity save from Halo. He's he's okay. And he's going to he's going to get out. <laughs> Actually, so he's cool. not going to go out that way. Uh he's going to take the difficult terrain and get there with 30 feet. So cool. And then with his action, he'll go ahead and let's do a mass healing word on up to six creatures, 60 feet. Um, That looks like all of you. Uh, Battle B can't be healed by ordinary means, though. Uh, but Halo will go ahead and do a mass healing word on everyone. Oh, yes. good, 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 good. Max, max healing. Everyone gets eight, eight HP. You Sweet. love this DM. Oh, Zephyr, you are at max HP. Zephyr hasn't taken yeah. a single hit. What a, Phenomenal. what a Chad. What gym does he go to? I'm not feeling like. <laughs> oh no. Jim, I just go to work. So that was his bonus action. Uh, he has his action to cast Sacred Rain. This guy has cover, but Sacred Rain ignores that. Uh, so Sacred Rain for 11. See if this guy can make it. Sturdy save. He does not. Red goes down. Uh, he's about to activate the sentry. He's like, S8, and then falls to the ground sack of potatoes once again and he like turns to look at you guys you you guys should get out of there uh masked scientist number eight halo you know i'm gonna try my best thanks for the advice Uh uh-huh it was really nice i mean yeah sorry i'm just really grumpy he he nods he'll just go ahead and at Zephyr uh, another spell. Why not? Uh, Ray of Frost on Zephyr. Ten missing. Okay, Ruin Sentry does nothing. Zephyr, it is your turn. Alrighty. Um, Hell yeah. Let's go, Zephyr. Uh, Zephyr's just going to... I'm okay! Just <laughs> I'm just gonna talk. I just want to talk with them. So that guy can do whatever. I don't care. He will not... Uh, he actually uses, I'm pretty sure he already, no, he didn't use his reaction yet. Wait, no, he has. 
He has used his reaction. Oh, that thought. This is the first walks over here. 23. 23 hits. Or seven. That's just seven. Nine. Uh, well, he's made me do this for your blows. Good God. God, you are. Oh, hit him. Hit him. <laughs> You're one shot. Uh, he does need to make the constitution save to keep up vampiric touch. Yeah. Which fails. You did it. That's awesome. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Math scientist Red is bleeding out. Marcus, uh, <laughs> I need you to make a dexterity save. Yes, sir. Here we go. Okay, False. you are restrained by the webs. Oh, no. Uh, in that case, I'm going to take a shot at blue. Okay, disadvantage. Uh, 11 misses. And the second one is 19. 19 would normally hit. Yep, it would. I uh, except when you for say he that. cast steel. <laughs> I'm sorry. The old standby. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? I believe you have to use your action to try and get out. Yes, you have uh, to use your action uh, to make a strength check. Right. I've already used my action to make my attacks, though. So. Well, yeah, which is which is fine. So you're just like. You're fighting against the web uh, as it's like pulling your gun. You're trying to level your your rifle while you're suspended in this web. Uh, oddly enough, you're in like perfect sniper's pose in the web, though. So <laughs> that is helpful. <laughs> right, uh, Lux, your turn. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, healing word myself as a bonus action. Now I'm going to stab this motherfucker in front of me with my long sword, and I'm going to use psychic blades. All right. 24. Uh, hits. 16 psychic and 7 slashing. He goes down. She's going to, like, as he goes down, she's going to, like, pull her sword out and look at Zephyr and just wink at him and be like, see, I told you we got it. Everything is fine. She does not look fine. <laughs> she looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Beatrice, it is your turn. Oh, first, um, B breathes deeply. She's mm -hmm. like, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. You are restrained with a What's 13. the check? What's the save? 15. This sucks. <laughs> okay. What's Halo's health? I can't see it. 14. Why can't you see it? I don't know. Do I not have it visible I'm to you? So I don't stressed. have it visible. You should see it now. Okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um, uh, B like looks around frantically, like, oh my god, what can I do? What can I do? And she is going to cast aid, which I will select three people and your hit point maximum and your current HP increased by five. So that's going to be Halo, Marcus and Lux. Uh, you can't see Lux from where you are right now. Oh, I'm, I'm so good. sorry. About it's going to be me. And that's for eight hours. So while we're down um, here, our AP is increased by five. Nice. And this is for eight hours. So nice. Green scientists are he will 
Web is concentration, right? Most definitely is. Should be. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he just Spider-Mans all of you. And it is his turn again. He will run there. And I need uh, Zephyr to make a constitution save? Question mark? My god. Will you? Mm -hmm. Do you? <laughs> yes, please make a constitution save. <laughs> I don't think I want to. Oh, God! Oh. Uh, you take 17 poison damage as this guy lets out a puff of nauseous gas. Uh, he just, like, comes up right behind you, and you're like, what the hell? And uh, all of a sudden, there's just a bunch of gas in your face. I'm trying to, like, puff it back at him using, like, my wind <laughs> or something. No, uh, yeah, he takes, out a, he takes out a vape and blows it in your direction. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just enveloped by a cloud of pepperoni flavored vape. <laughs> oh my god, I almost die. <laughs> um, and then he will seemingly teleport back over there. What a shit bag. <laughs> it is Halo's turn. Halo is going to the blue mage within range. He is just in range. Halo will cast Sacred Rain on the Blue Scientist. Sacred Rain. Uh, dexterity save of 15. Uh, he fails. So the blue takes 8. Damage is damage. Damage is damage. Is there anything else he can do? Uh, why doesn't he go ahead and pop a... Second level healing word on on Lux. Thank you. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Eight. Mm. I don't like that. Uh, hold on one second. Instead of eight, let's see if we can do better. Ooh. Empowered healing. He'll use one sorcery point to reroll both of those. Uh, so instead you get 11. Ooh. All right. Thank you, Halo. More, but healing is healing. 11 <laughs> healing is more than 8. Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, and then that'll be his turn. What does Blue Scientist want to do? He's probably going to attack Marcus, who's currently restrained. Of course he is. So, Ray of Frost. Uh, 18... And then if it was an advantage, but you take seven cold damage. And I believe your speed until the beginning of your next turn or the end of your next turn is reduced by ten. Okay. Uh Sentry just turns his head, watching like fireballs get thrown across the room. Clearly has no dog in this fight. Zephyr, it's your turn. Uh I am going to run up to Blue over here. And I'm attacking twice. 12. Yep, 12 misses. 17. 17 would hit, but shield. Fucker. Uh, <laughs> do we even want to try it with... Just save your key points. Yeah. That'll be it for now. But, mm -hmm. oh, actually, I'll attack him. That's still the bonus action. Man, nine. Red Scientist is still down. Marcus, you're still restrained. Yep. Can I make a save to get out? You would have to use your action to escape. So it says each creature that starts its turn in the web 
On a fail, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the web or until it breaks free. Uh, it doesn't say you uh, make the save continuously. Okay, so if I wanted to try and break it, though, it would be a strength check? That is correct. Uh, let's see how lucky I am. Nope. Alright, and it is your action to do that. Yes, it is. Alright, Lux, that is your turn. Yes. Okay, uh, I'm gonna uh, very nicely step over this body. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna move here. Oh, I can see so much now that I'm not in the corner. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna cast Shatter on, um, I love Shatter, man. It's such a great spell. Um, on, on, um, the green guy. Just the green guy? Yeah, I think he's the only one I'll hit. Okay. Oh. Let me make sure. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna center it back there. Yeah, no problem. You can you can totally put it over there. Yeah, because I don't want to hit that glyph. Mm -hmm. Boom. All Only right. twelve thunder damage, but. Uh, Khan, he gets a fourteen and fails. And, and he's got to make a Constitution save against mm -hmm. concentration. Uh, he's fine. I am going to toss a bardic over to Zephyr. He looks like he needs some help. And that's my last Bardic. No more Psychic Blades. Alright, that's my turn. Purple is unconscious. B, you are still restrained by the web, so what would you like to do? To, um, first cry. Okay. No! Your tears get caught in the web as well. Oh, this sucks. Now that's I'm wet. Crying <laughs> is a free action. Now I'm wet! Um, I'm gonna try to break out. That's dex, right? Uh, strength. Strength. I don't know why I thought it was dex. Uh, 12 is not enough. Oh. You're just struggling against the webs. I hate everything. Alright, uh, green scientist. We'll move there. You see him hold his hands out, Kamehameha style, and uh, a nauseous cloud of purple gas emits towards you, Lux. Uh, make a constitution save, please. <clears throat> 15. Is enough. Uh, I flip 15 him is off. Enough. Uh, he sees it has no effect on you, and then he scampers. One, two, three, Yeah, keep, keep running. <laughs> keep running, bitch. <laughs> I got uh, legs. Halo is just going to peek around this corner and chuck a guiding bolt at him. Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, hitting, uh, and dealing him 11. Oh, that is unfortunate. He had one HP. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, next attack on him has advantage, though. Uh, good. Uh, he manages to keep up web. <laughs> uh, this scientist is, uh, you will watch Zephyr as he appears over here kind of like turns into a misty form and then blows over there and reforms uh, almost like a misty step mm. also can we just say that I hold my breath for like the rest of the combat <laughs> that's fine <laughs> and then yeah he's going to he's just going to chuck a ray of frost at you Zephyr uh, 16 missing though 
but I held my breath. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, and then he's going to use his movement to move there. Yeah, keep running. He's like looking over his shoulder like... <laughs> uh, Rune Sentry's turn does nothing. Zephyr, your turn. Don't step on the platform. Lux will just like turn around and yell that at you. I... There's a, there's a, don't do it. Uh, I could use a key point to use step of the wind. Mm, you know, I'm just going to have my pistol. Uh, the green one? Yeah, green one. Okay. 15? Because of shield does not hit. 27. Well, can't, can't do much about a 27. Finally. He has one HP left. You clunk him over the head. Uh, and yeah, he, he falls to the ground. Ugh. Lux claps. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, is that? Wait, hold on. We still got the blue guy. Oh, yeah, blue guy. That's right. Wait. You still have one attack, right? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. <laughs> I was talking about him. Oh, you were shooting him. I thought he was dead. Okay, my bad. So, yeah, I killed green mm -hmm. instead. Gotcha. Uh, were you intending to hit the blue guy? Yeah, I was intending to hit the blue guy. That's fine. All right. Green guy had one HP left. Yep. Yeah, so instead you just, even though you're at disadvantage uh, from the poison, you're also at disadvantage from being within five feet. The wizard goes to, like, slap you as you shoot his friend, but you just, like, stiff arm him and shoot the guy. The blue wizard falls unconscious. Nice. Uh, so yeah, then I have my bonus action. So I'll hit him. 13. Right uh, 13, 13 misses. All right. Marcus, this is your turn. I can't see anybody, so I'm going to try another strength check, or unless you'll let me use a dagger to try and cut my way out. Doesn't say that. So like normally with the, uh, like with the net, it has an AC, and if you deal slashing damage to it, it can break it. Mm -hmm. uh, my assumption is like this is a magical thing, uh, so okay. Here comes strength. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get those nat ones out of the way, baby. Mm -hmm. All right, um, Lux, it's your turn. Vicious mockery. Oh no! <laughs> <I'm> the... <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> You're dead either uh, way. Wisdom save. Fails, uh, dies to whiz to vicious mockery. <laughs> what do you say? Hey, I bet you look really ugly under that mask. You just hear you like see him like lurch forwards. Oh, oh go, go, go. And he falls to the ground. Oh, death, death by, death by vicious mockery. <laughs> no coins. No, no coins. <laughs> It's a shame. I don't think we've gotten paid for like any of the past couple of games. So, as he falls, the web recedes and withers, uh, freeing <laughs> Beatrice and Marcus. Thank oh. goodness. <laughs> Awful. That was fun. The uh, Rune Century claps. Thank you. Um, I would like to, in this moment, take those other two potions of spell recovery. Mm hmm. Can I just roll them all at once? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And just use them as like a one pool thing. 
Yeah, let's see, because uh, I need I need the spells. So so two d four plus, plus two. two. Okay. Yep. Uh, you find like a uh, a a big like measuring gallon cup thing. Mm -hmm. Pour them both in there. Yeah. Nine. I'm going. Yep. So you can recover like two fourth level spells and a third. You can recover three third level spells. I'm gonna go with um. Yeah, I'll take. Okay, that's fine. I'll I'll um I'll take one fourth level and one third level. And then one second level. Yes. Yeah. That's that is how math works, isn't it? I totally <laughs> forgot. Yeah. No and one worries. second. That's that's great. Now I can cast shatter four times. Mm. Um, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I'm okay. going to revive Battleby, and she'll be cool. I just got to use my Smith's tools. Okay. And she'll get all of her health back. And then I'm going to distribute health potions. <laughs> one for you, and one for you, and one for you. Okay. Um, Halo, do you want anyway. one? Um, I, I would hate to take it from you, but if you're offering... Oh my god, stop being so polite. Here, take the health potion. Okay, he takes it. Okay, so we're all taking a health potion from B. Mm -hmm. Also seven. Uh, well, don't don't use the potion yet because you guys have the opportunity to take a short rest right here. I'm still gonna. I'm very down, so I'm gonna use that so as to not. Okay. That's expend. But yeah, go ahead and roll as many hit die as you would like. Oh, I see. You have the potion of respite, so you're looking to use hit die later. Gotcha. Yeah. My bad. Right. No, I, it's okay. I'm up to fifty. I'm up to fifty, so I'll um. Almost back up to full. Halo, roll better. Gosh, you haven't rolled above like a three. Do I get a key back on a short or long rest? Short rest. Oh, awesome. That's great. And you're not poisoned anymore, right? And you're not poisoned anymore. <laughs> yeah, so you guys are just chilling in this room with a bunch of uh, dead masked scientists. Flux does not seem disturbed at all. <laughs> He's like, I can't believe we just killed four of them. Uh, I, I think this is actually the first time you guys have ever killed anyone. Oh. You know Zephyr's oh. pass. <laughs> That's does As Zephyr... a party. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, we mostly got around killing people, didn't we? Mm-hmm. All right, so... Mm. Um, Should we loot him? Nobody tell my dad. I mean, he already cool. knows about, like, this, but he doesn't know about this. I'll just so get B, therapy you at some you other you could point. reprogram that thing? He points to, like, to the security bot. Possibly, I'll have to take a look at it. Do you mean roll Ar Arcana? Uh, if you would like to, yes. Okay, is this a magic item? It is considered one, yes. Or technological devices, like so. I guess it doesn't matter. You can add twice your proficiency. Swing, swing, swing. Oof. 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 Okay. Do I want to? Do I want to? Uh... Do I want to use a luck point? I don't know if I should. Yeah, I'll reroll it. Okay. 22. 
plus Good. my um, proficiency, which is three, so 25. You could possibly reprogram it, uh, given enough time. All right, much- yeah, I could, I could definitely reprogram this bad boy, but you're going to have to give me a bit. How much time do you think it'll take you, B? That is a question only the gods can answer. Mr. <laughs> DM. <laughs> Probably over the course of the short rest. Just while we're here chilling. Right. Maybe, yeah. I'm pretty Lux cool, takes, you know. Lux takes out some gummy bears. Oh, sweet. Do you want some uh, Cheetos? I always have Cheetos. No, I think I'm okay with gummy bears. It's probably for the best. I can't eat these right now because I don't want to get Cheeto hands on the sentry. But, you know, just in case anybody else wants Cheetos, they're right here. And she's going to put them in, like, a little basket on Battlebee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just my little snack uh, so you, basket. So you're going to go over to the, the sentry then? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's currently um, just standing idly, and you walk over to it. It looks down at you, but doesn't do more than that as regards you. You seem um, cool. Could Marcus assist? So thanks to Beatrice's headband, uh, she actually already has advantage on tinkering oh. checks. Well, all right then. Uh, but Marcus, you are more than welcome to offer any NRP help uh, that you would like. I will be the cheerleader, and I just need to find some pom-poms. Okay. Yeah, B, you go over to it, and it regards you. 22. Okay. So with a 22, you open it, or you, you walk over to him, and he holds out his palm to you uh, in Mr. a halting Giant? manner. In a halting manner? Yeah. Oh. Yes. What are you doing? I'm helping you. Do you need to run diagnostics? Yeah. Very well. It will proceed to turn around, get on one knee, lean forward, and you will hear a hissing sound as a panel opens up on its back. This isn't going to take long, I swear. I just want to help you. Help you help Uh, us. You climb up onto his back, and you can actually see the core, which seems very volatile. Oh, this is You remember remember seeing these things uh, in the Roa facility. Oh boy, these don't, that doesn't look good. With a 22, uh, you are unable to sway him to your, to reprogram him, but you have made it to where he will never be hostile towards you. Okay, guys, I got good news and bad news. Which one you want first? She takes out her Cheetos and starts eating them. The good news. Okay, well, the good news is, is he's not going to attack us ever. That's great. Yes, the bad news is, is he can't, I can't do it. I can't like, there, I, there's just some wonky things and I can't get him to help us, but he's never going to attack us. So it's like a, you know, mm. we're in a neutral standing. That's a plus at least. Yeah, that's definitely a plus. I'd say this is a, a win. I guess. Yeah. She eats more Cheetos. I, I definitely think it's a win. Uh, I also yeah. want to state that she has like a basket on the side of Battle Beef, like with all the ammo for the hand cannon. And then there's another basket beside the ammo basket that has all of her snacks. I love that for her. You have to alternate. 
I, I um, agree. Since <laughs> since he is not made hostile towards you, you have the option of trying again. Ooh. All right, well, I'm going to finish this bag of Cheetos. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, cool, cool. That was great. Um, all right, I'm going to try again. My hands got tired. Maybe it'll like, I don't know. Maybe I'll be able to do something since I kind of know what I'm working with now. Hey, you could um give yourself some guidance. Oh, Can yes, that's that? a good idea. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to give my... Man, those Cheetos were so good. That's my guidance. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. Nat 20. Nat 20. Love to I'm see it. I'm rolling my, my guidance. Love to see it. 30. Yeah. Oh, so oh, oh, oh. I, I think you have a little bit of a, an epiphany. So as you're trying to work with the rune sentry... Battleby is like beeping and booping at you and you keep trying to shoo her away because you're you're busy. But then uh, you realize what she's trying to say. Uh, if you expose her core to the rune sentries, it's possible that you can put the rune sentry into a similar state as Battleby. Battleby, stop bothering me. I'm trying to work. Stop it. Oh my God, you're so into... Oh, that does make sense. All right, yeah. I guess you are right. Cheetos aren't good brain food. Um, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I'll try that. All right, come okay. here. Uh, so yeah, you you open up Battleby and you you see the same core inside. Uh, you you start to like hook it up like jumper cable style. Uh, there's a a zap. The Sentry's head spins around and like blinks a couple of times, and then gives you a thumbs up. Do you have a name? Yes, I am Shunwei. Uh, that's your name? That is my name. You got like a model number? Like Shunwei V83 or something? Or just Shunwei? Uh, Shunwei is my given name. Okay. Did you just get another Shunwei? I did. Uh, this, this robot looks nothing like Shunwei does, though. Interesting. Um, why is your name Shunwei? Is that, like, just, like, your model name? That is correct. Are there different Shunweis? Uh, it remains silent. <laughs> hmm. Alright, who am I to question your name? Come on, buddy, you're gonna help us. You can be Shunwei, too. Shunwei Jr. Shunwei Alpha. Junway Jr. What is happening? <laughs> Creativity. I, with... <laughs> I take the, I take this Shunway home too. Mm -hmm. I have an oh. army by the end of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a <laughs> hand cannon of Melody. So your long your short rest concludes. Um, God, I would hope we wouldn't sleep here. What do you guys do? You guys do anything with the scientists, or do you just leave them where they are? I want to take their masks just in case. Like, do they? Uh, here's the question: Like, do they have any like key cards or anything on them? Yeah. Uh, it seems everything in this facility is key code access. Okay. Uh, does one of them have, have like a. All of them? Oh, okay. I was gonna say, does one of them have like a password book? Um, are they wearing lab coats? Uh, they are. Yes. 
Uh, I just look at everyone and I'm like, you want to take a lab coat and a mask? We would oh. raise less suspicion. Yep. That's a good idea. Yep. Oh. Sure thing. Okay. Yeah, we uh, will. Oh, we're going to be wearing dead people clothes. Yeah, they're <laughs> jack... They, they are jackasses. Well, uh, Lux says, I don't... like, ripping off the clothes. I don't think any of this will fit me. Can you stand on top of, like, Battleby and just put the coat over you? Well, there's four people. There's four scientists, and there's four normal-sized people. Oh. Um, I grab one of the uh, masks. Actually, one of them is a gnome. Really? Yup. Oh, and well, um, Lux has a disguise kit and the cloak thing. Well, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I have the cloak, so I would just take the mask. There's only four masks. Halo just has to not have a mask. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lux just changes her outfit into the exact thing that the masks were wearing and just snatches it. Uh, she snatches the one off of the red scientist because she particularly didn't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, just wipes the blood off on his own coat and is like, okay. Which which scientist is the gnome? That would have been the green one. I feel like the green one didn't really fuck up that many people. He didn't. Wait, he webbed you guys. Yeah, he webbed you. Oh, what a jerk. I hate you, but I'm so you're dead. I'm kind of sorry, but also I think what you're doing is illegal. I'm just going to take your clothes. Ugh. I guess Marcus will grab the lab coat mask off the purple guy. And um, he would then head back into the sewer room to see mm-hmm. if he can't uh, find a way to open one of those grates to oh, dispose no. of the bodies. Yes, he definitely can. Uh, in the... Oh, you do it because I can hold my breath. Anyone can go in there mm. at this point. Oh, great. So we'll just drag the bodies over to the disposal chamber like they drag the changeling bodies over there. Yeah, I... kind of apropos. Very. <laughs> Lux, Lux takes way too much enjoyment in this. <laughs> I figured she would. Karma's a bitch, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'll you, you set guys. this whole place on fire if I can. You guys uh, drag the bodies over, open the hatch, and watch them fall into the water as they drift away. Fairly well. Fairly well. The, uh, close the grate. We have uh, two more options to go with uh, south or west. Well, let's go south. Might as well just complete the circle at this point. Okay. Wee. Let's see. Um, you want to lead the way? Oh yeah, might as well. Okay, watch, watch your step. Can I like do a check to see if there's like any trappies or anything? Make an investigation check, please. Cool. If I'm walking right next to her, can I make one as well? Uh, yes, you both may. Please. <laughs> oh my gosh, Marcus, I never. Marcus, Marcus. I never think to check for traps because I'm a ding dong. I I didn't think anyone would find this, but you notice footprints leading from this wall. Oh. Okay. Marks are trying to figure out where the footprints are coming from and how to get in there. What do you do? 
look for a seam in the wall, um, look for a, 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 like a bolt that might be a button, uh, look for maybe a kick plate on the wall, look so the, at the ceiling, see if there's anything kind of like that is dangling that might be pulled. So the wall looks the exact same as every other part of the wall. Uh, you don't notice with your investigation check uh, any buttons, uh, any any seams uh, for that matter. Um, could be magic. Maybe you could try to touch it and see if you can feel through it. Yeah, uh, I try and put my hand on the wall and just kind of tap like a, you know, you push against one side, push against the other, push against a different area. As you push against the wall, you feel nothing resist you as your arm passes through an illusion. Oh. Marcus would draw his pistol and step through. As he's stepping through, he'd be very cautious as to what might be on the ground in front and around him. So on the ground, you see an elaborate magic circle of some sort. Most of the intersections have these like glowing crystals embedded in it, uh, and it seems to hum with arcane energy. Once he sees that, he would not proceed any further. Hey, Lux, Beatrice, come here. Got some weird shit over here. Uh, Lux will peek her head also, in. I'd like to point out that Marcus got a nat 20, 27 on his investigation check to find this illusion. Wow. Uh, there seems to be something shiny in, in here. Take a look. As uh, Marcus points out the illusion, uh, you all can see inside as well. All right. Uh, I look at B and I'm like, do you want to you wanna check for it? If you're going to do the check, I'll give you a bardic. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Am I just rolling investigation? Uh, it would be Arcana. Arcana. Okay. Yeah. Would this be? Give yourself guidance. Yes. Magic items, alchemical <laughs> objects, or technological devices. No. It is purely magical. 16. D4. D4. You give yourself guidance. 17? You would recognize this as a teleportation circle. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, I don't Which know explains if... how the uh, mages were able to come in here without using the front entrance as they came from the south, as you, as you all noticed. Oh, my entrance. God. Can we disable this? Uh, uh, yes. I mean, if it's, if it's magic, I don't... See why we couldn't. It, it couldn't help us to would disable your it. Work on it. Would yeah. would mm, would Marcus know anything about a teleportation circle? Uh, you can make an Arcana check. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, it seems like some whiz biz. Yep. Um. Totally cool. Uh, we did see Anubis cast a teleportation circle, though. He modified uh, the teleportation location of the magic circle. The teleportation circle. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so yes, he did have to cast it in the location he wanted it to be. You didn't see him do the casting, but you saw the 
result, the product of the spell. So would that gain us the knowledge of what level spell this is? I I know, but I didn't know if Lux knows. Well, B, B got a 17 on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DC is just 10 plus the spell's level, so she would know what, what level spell this is, uh, which it is level 5. Um, so I'll look at everyone and be like, if I dispel this with the wand, we won't have the wand anymore. What happens if we remove the crystals? I I have no idea. Can Marcus get at a crystal without stepping on the circle? Yes. Yes, you can. So you lean down and we see it like ground level as you go to take one of the crystals but there is a thin sheen of magical energy that is coating the entire floor uh, where the magic circle resides. And as we look at your fingers grasp around the crystal, we see that you're, you actually never make contact, although it feels like you do. And try as you might to pull as hard as you can, the crystal doesn't seem to budge. Marcus would like to set a trap. Okay. He he would like to use some string or some thread from his jacket and set a tripwire. Oh no. Onto the pin of the grenade. Oh no. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. Uh you want to no. do all of the grenades? <laughs> nope, just one. It's just one. Yeah, so give me uh if someone wants to help you, that's fine. If someone wants to get guidance, uh, but it's gonna be a sleight of hand check. Guidance him, be guidance him. Yes. Uh, Remember, this is also going to go against the person's investigation of seeing where the trap is. I'll give you a bardic. There's no advantage. This is just a straight uh, check. If someone's helping you, that's fine. Okay, so it's advantage then. Yep. Advantage and guidance and, and bardic. Okay. All of the stuff. Oof. Well, that is an 18. 18. 21. 21. Okay. Uh, I will mark on the map that there is a tripwire here. Someone will need to roll a 21 investigation check in order to spot it. Cool. I guess. Uh... Marks will want to continue down the hallway, um, yeah. still being cautious and uh, checking for traps and such. I'll let okay. you lead the way, Marcus. Okay. Uh, there funny. is a a visible door right here. Can we uh, peek into that? Oh, does it have a code? And what does what appears to be behind it? I guess. Uh, so above, it says archives, and there is another oh. key code entry device uh, next to the door. Oh, this is exactly where I wanted to go. I have the, I have the, 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 um, the, the code. It's um, C two three eight zero. Okay, Marcus would approach it and put that code in. All right, and he would very gingerly walk through the door, make sure that he doesn't trip anything. He's okay. very paranoid because wizards are crafty. So inside, inside there are numerous cabinets which would seem to contain uh, documents of some sort. And yeah, there are just many of these uh, filing cabinets. There's so many of them. Can we 
Right. Okay. Um, a few things. I think that we should see if there are any records on me and if there are any records on chromoplasm, how to use it, how to get it in the body, where to find it, whatever. If Got we it. could try to find either of those, I think that'd be helpful. Okay. Should we have everybody come in here and each take a cabinet to kind of make this go quicker or? Uh, um... I think so. Okay. I'm not for splitting up. Yeah. Not after that. So Marcus will be looking for anything on Lux, Chromoplasm, or Casper, to be honest with you. He'd add Casper to that yeah. list. There is a uh, relatively empty file on someone named Castor. And as you open it, uh, you will not only notice paperwork denoting how long they've been there past uh, sort of medical records, but it also holds these almost like VCR tape boxes. Is there any kind of playback device in the archives? Uh, not here. Okay. Uh, could someone roll, everyone just roll a d20. I wanna see who finds this one. All right, so it would be B. B, you find a filing cabinet labeled Pollux. I was right. Guys, I think I found um, it, I guess. I don't know. It says Pollux. Mm. Let's see it. Yeah, let's see what's in there. Uh, opening it up, uh, you will notice a much larger file uh, denoting having spent uh, a lot of time here. You will also notice many uh, of the same VCR tapes uh, with one that dates back probably a good, I believe, five years. Is that correct, Lux? Wow, I think it is about five years. Honestly, that seems correct. So the last record denotes that the experiment somehow escaped the facility. Uh, and that's the last record on it. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you, you notice this? Um, and is it, it's just a file. I'm going to hand it up. Uh, there's not only like paper files, but also these like VCR uh, tapes. Interesting. These uh, one that's white. marked with a date uh, just before the last file is marked. B is going to hand that specific piece of paper that says like the last entries and stuff. She's going to hand that to Lux. And then she's, is there a TV? Uh, not in here. Hmm. Take all of these with us. I'm going to take these tapes. And she's just going to pick them all up. Yeah, there are numerous like we handfuls of them. You could put them in your your snack bag basket. Yes, we can. We can. They'll fit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Yeah, hide them underneath my snacks. Snack bag of holding. They'll never know. My snack pack. Does any bag of, of snacking. Bag of snacking. Um, as I look at this paperwork that B's handed me, does any of it seem familiar? Like no, that. none of it seems familiar. She looks at it, and then she looks at B and just kind of like 
shrugs and is like, I, I don't know who this is, but I'm interested. Well, I think, um, I we'll definitely learned something. Yeah. Let's wait. I feel like I would have remembered if somebody else escaped though, but like the thing about it is, is that I escaped five years ago. That's not what they called me though. Um, well, maybe this will have some answers to some things. Yeah. Or like you'll yeah. get answers through this person. Yeah. That would be great. That'd be fantastic. I'm going to take anything from that file that B found and like shove it into the, the, the basket too. Sure. Yeah. If I roll an investigation, can I roll it with my magnifying glass? Definitely. Oops, that's at advantage. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Uh, so 23. with the 23 as you're looking around, uh, this rather os- ostentatious looking chest, uh, it's way different than all of the other ones, but uh, you do notice a glyph of warding affixed to it, keeping it from being opened. That, was, that must be the case. Yeah. Or if, you know... The one that the boss put the glyph on? Well, Lux, normally I do this, but do you want to crack this case right open? Um, I could. Let's see, let's see, let's see. We don't know what kind of spells on it, though. We just know it's a glyph no. of warning. That is correct. All right. Um, well, we don't know what the other glyphs are either. So focus, focus, let's get some focus. And um, she'll use the wand and do one charge. As you do one charge, another fracture in the wand appears, no. uh, though you will see that the glyph remains. Oh, no. Uh, OK, I only have three charges left. I could try it, but then we're at the mercy of any other glyphs that are here. Mm-hmm. I think and before it, we find out what's in that box. All right. I'll use all three charges that are left. Wait, uh, how many charges do you have left on it? I had four. I used one, so I have three. That's it. This is that the end of the wand. Yep. Uh, so effectively a fifth level. Yes. All right. You will watch as the glyph does vanish, uh, leaving the chest available to you. All right. Pop that bad boy open. Yeah, Lux will pop that bad boy open. So inside is a lone piece of paper. It looks incredibly old, almost ancient. All this for just a piece of paper. As you look at it, it is written... What languages do you speak? Common, Dwarvish, and Elvish. Uh, you do not recognize the, the language it is written in. Oh. Is it primordial or gnomish? Uh, neither of those. You don't recognize it either. But I will pick up the paper... Uh, and I will bring it over to Marcus and B and Halo and Zephyr and just, like, I can't read this. I don't know what it is. Uh, could Marcus make an investigation to try and make an educated guess as to what language it might be? It would be an Arcana roll. I can do that too. 
Ooh, I will great. assist. And guidance. Wait, I've only got a plus four to Arcana. Who's got a better? Oh, I have a Arcana plus six. Score? Then you should. I'll uh, I'll help you, and okay. you give yourself guidance. Yes, yes. Uh, twenty-five. Okay. okay. Plus. Damn, Bee just rolling so good. Twenty-seven. Artie. What did he break? Everything. Sounded like you broke something. <laughs> Arts. Uh, Arthur. Yes, I tell him how to do that. Twenty-eight. Okay. Uh, you will recognize this as though you cannot read it. Uh, you will recognize it as infernal. Oh. Uh, um. Not only that, uh, but with your such a high DC, you would also know that infernal is the language in which people cast arcane spells. Oh, okay, okay. So this is in infernal, and she's going to point out like specific words. I don't know what they say, but I've like seen them around before because this is how they can. This is how they can cast arcane spells. Is that what you said, James? Words in Infernal are used for the verbal verbal components of spells. Gotcha. Sometimes verbal components of spells are in this language. At least mm -hmm. for arcane casters. For arcane casters. You know, we could always take this to Navras. She may be able to help identify something like this. I would like to point out that this Paper seems on the fringe of disintegrating. It's it looks so old. Uh, there's a thin sheen of magical force that seems to be preserving it. Does anybody have any paper? I'd say that Lux probably has paper. She's got a, a violin case, right? So she's got sheet music. We should draw. We should write uh, on the back the symbols in the order that we see them as accurately as possible so that we have a copy of it just in case. There is actually a diagram on the piece of paper. Oh. Uh, it shows what looks to be like a incomplete circle with uh, these... It's, it's all in ink, so there's no color, but there's like wisps coming out of the circle, and they seem to take the form of a person. It's the Ark. It's the infusion arc. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, do do we think that this would be safe for us to transport? And also, if not, do would if we close the box that it came in, could we come back in here and grab it when we're ready to um, perform this? If we. So it doesn't seem like there's any uh, fear of it falling apart. The thin sheen of magical force is effectively like laminating the paper. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so there, there's probably no risk of it, you know, disintegrating. It, it's almost like as if it's preserved in the state as it now. I would like to tuck it into one of the files to keep it flat. Uh, you don't want to keep it on you. Oh no, I'll keep. Oh no, I'll keep it on me. Okay. <laughs> uh, like like I said, there's no risk of keeping it on your person of it getting damaged. It's it's preserved with magic, so as long as no one dispels the magic, you should be fine. Weird spell letter. Okay. Uh, do you not do you not have comprehend languages anymore? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I got rid of that. 
rip. That's okay. I didn't. I didn't. No, no I, I. I thought you still had that spell. <laughs> no, no I, I got tongues, though, but I don't think that that. Mm-mm. Mm. Sad. Yeah. Let me take Marcia's spell list. Nope, he doesn't have it either. Oh, oh well, there you go. Um, before we leave the archives, uh, Marcus would like to do a once-over of the archives looking for the symbol that was on top of the cube, as well as any reference to Albertus. Oh, there is the symbol of the cube on the piece of paper. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Leva duck. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot to mention that. There is definitely the symbol of the cube. And you do see the name Albertus on the piece of paper. Interesting. Okay. Uh, though that's the only thing you're able to, to pick out from the Infernal writing. For reference, Infernal is basically like Latin. Uh, rarely anyone speaks it, uh, but it's found in arcane phrases, uh, much like root words. So you might know what a root is, but you can't speak mm -hmm. the language. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So basically, if we were to want to um, enact this, we'd have to hijack a scientist who, who knows what this means. Okay. Well, well, well. We are in a pickle. Once again, due to my lack of knowing languages, everything is full circle. Wow, it should be nice if I could... Can I look in the archives for a spell scroll of comprehend languages? I don't... <laughs> roll a d20. Roll, roll a d20. No spell scrolls. No <laughs> okay. Hey, it doesn't hurt to, it doesn't hurt to ask. It's yeah. fine. I'm not beyond... But yeah, that's that seems to be... Actually, the, the, in Pollux's file, you would find a picture that seems to resemble... So it's a, a photograph, and it's of what looks like Lux, uh, but in her true changeling form. Oh, no. Yeah, Lux sees that and is, like, not even sure. She hands it over to... Zephyr or B or, or Marcus or somebody is like do you think that looks like me? This is you and your other form. But I, you I mean, go by Echo when you're in this form. Yeah, I that's I mean that's not me though because somebody named Pollux I, I never went by that name. Did you have? Do a you sibling? remember? Did I have what? You you couldn't have a sibling. Uh, I don't recall. Lux, do you remember where you got the name Echo from? They they gave it to me at the lab. But who specifically? One of the scientists, I think. It was it was because I always. It was because I always, um, you know, I, I'd hear music and I'd, I'd echo it back, echo. And I like to sing. 
it's just I, I don't know they I never got any of their names or anything uh, one of them just called me Echo do you think you might have imprinted on an Echo on a on like a like on a on a, on a sound I, more I, so someone named Echo <laughs> no. Oh, it's the changelingception here. Are the changeling? Oh my god! I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's possible. I'm no, this doesn't make any. No, I, I, the first person I imprinted on was uh, uh, named Eleanor. That was that was her name. And they made me do it, and then and then I and then I left. So see that it just says that this person escaped somehow, but it, it doesn't have any records of anybody named Eleanor in here. Does it have any records of anybody named Eleanor in there? Uh, no, it does not. Somebody that looks like me then. Can I like do like an insight check on Lux? It's not to see if she's like lying. It's more so like how sure she I is. It. I guess like if maybe she's like if I can tell like if um she's like unwillingly lying in a way, you know? Yeah, sure. That's okay with you, Lux. Yeah, absolutely. Twenty-four. Um, what would he get with a twenty-four? Uh yeah, I mean, okay, I guess I'm going to need to confirm this with you. Like, I guess that's so close to a nat 20. I guess she she does seem very unsure. Like, she seems like the information that she's giving you <laughs> might not be accurate, but she, like... When you ask, like, could she have imprinted on someone named Echo? Could, you know, who did she get the names from? It seemed like the barest of information was there. You know, like the the memories are not vivid. I don't actually know if the information that she has is correct or incorrect as a player. Um, I'm going to assume at this point it's not correct. Um, but I, I think that she seems more like she's second guessing herself. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Is there, is there anything else, uh, Mr. Mayor, that um, he... you also have memory of leaving this place in a roaring fire, breaking shit and destroying stuff. Uh, yeah. There's no mention of that in the file talking about this, this test, this, uh, experiments escape uh it simply says that they escaped yeah and no damages are recorded yeah. which would be suspicious uh, i mean which would make sense why this would be the original facility as it was never destroyed yeah but oh god yeah um she she points that out she's like i well, I, I left. I I destroyed everything. I set everything on fire, and I and I and I escaped. And and 
they they really did a great job repairing everything and they don't mention anything about that in here they just say that pollux escaped and it's i can't be it's not oh no she's she's not having a good time anymore uh yeah lux just looks uh really confused now like she just she's looking at this photo she's looking at the file and i don't think she knows who she is anymore he'll just rub her arm i want to go see caster i should go see that that other changeling i should i uh yeah she's gonna put all no i'm i'm going now i'm looking into it now she's looking into it now before you go i just realized something that would make sense they would have definitely made a copy of the paper in common so i'm willing to just to say that it's good that you know that the original paper was in uh, infernal uh, but there's most definitely a transcribed version i would take uh, the transcribed version yeah uh, it would have been in the chest as well because it would have been a pain for them to have to you know retranslate it every time i take so, both <laughs> sure reading over the paper uh, you will find that it provides instructions for creating something called a homunculus. The process involves extracting energy from a mysterious realm and shaping it into a person. Once given its primary form, the homunculus would assimilate the appearance and personality of the first person it, it met. The writer also seems to be frustrated at points as he's writing, uh, discussing three specific points of failure and didn't continue to elaborate on the process uh, after the three experiments failed entirely. Does he name those three experiments? You see the name Albertus. I hand it over to Marcus. Um, Seems like we found... Seems like we does found the, Flamel. Does the letter have any, uh, does it reference multiple subjects or a single subject? It mentions three separate failures. Like the three. One, uh, doesn't mention any subjects. Okay. Three ghosts in the box. Three failures. Okay. Marcus would look at the group and say, we need to be very careful. If Flamel's not involved, these people know who he is and got his notes. Yeah, we just have to... We gotta make this quick, don't we? We should be cautious more than quick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Please, um, lead, lead the way, Marcus. Lux is just gonna take Zephyr's hand. She needs him to... To lead her okay um i guess marcus would step back out into the hallway um and continue his investigation i guess down the hallway okay. uh you will see marked over this door uh simply says storage marcus is the is the door unlocked uh this is the actually the only door that doesn't have a key card or a key code access point okay it is also unlocked. He would open the door. Slowly. Uh, inside, you see various boxes of miscellaneous 
equipment. Uh, you also see a TV hooked up with a VCR player uh, with a tape sticking out of it, having probably been ejected after been finished playing. Okay. He didn't even bother to rewind it. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. It, there is a strip of tape across the edge of the tape and written Sharpie, it says, I don't know why I said Sharpie, Sharpie, uh, it says, here at Regenesis. Oh, God. I'd make sure everybody got in there and turn the TV on and push that tape in. So the tape starts playing. On the screen, you see a young boy as he looks at something uh, with amazement in his eyes. There's this sort of like light piano music playing in the background as he holds up his hand and there appears to be a butterfly in his palm. He cups it and rushes over through a verdant garden towards a kind looking elderly lady who smiles at him. Grandma, look what I found. The boy says, presenting the colorful insect to her. Uh, the lady smiles as she leans in to examine it with him. Oh, that's lovely, dear. Uh, she says, watching it crawl over his hand. The camera pans slowly over to a woman walking towards the camera, uh, wearing a business suit and giving a wide smile. If you've lost a loved one, you know the empty feeling left by their absence. What if I were to tell you they could be a part of your life once more? Here at Regenesis, we have dedicated our lives to restoring the lives of others. Advancements in modern magic has allowed for our scientists to recreate the very soul of a person. The camera pans back to the young boy and the grandmother uh, as they have a slow motion montage walking through the garden. Uh, the grandma points at something as the, the child looks bewildered. Patients of Regenesis may experience a variety of symptoms, including slight appearance changes and temporary amnesia. Restoration therapy is available to patients to help reintroduce patients back into their lives. Contact the number below for more information and to get started with Regenesis. Uh, the video trans transitions once again to the boy holding hands with the grandmother as they walk down a sandy path. I'm so glad you're back, Grandma. Me too, dear. Saying goodbye isn't easy. With Regenesis, you don't have to. Uh, the advertisement ends with the butterfly flying upwards uh, as it takes the form of the Regenesis logo with multicolored streams trailing behind it. And the tape ejects. Marcus makes note of the phone number. Okay. What did it mean, amnesia? I mean, I know what amnesia means, but I'm, uh, I'm going to look over at B. Should we? Should we watch one of those tapes? Um, I think it's a good idea. Should we watch Castor or Pollux? Mm. Let's do Castor first. Yeah, he seems like a he might be more of a threat since he could be here. Yeah. Pop okay. in the Castor tape. So, yeah, you pop in the Castor tape and it's of doing regular like examination. Uh, you see a a doctor testing his reflexes. Uh, he looks like the same type of changeling as Lux, although in male form. 
and someone's like shining a light on him uh, in his eye, like making sure his pupils dilate. Yeah, and that's the the first tape. Uh, another of his, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The second tape is of them produce or showing him a photo of someone as they hold up the photo. This is from the perspective of Caster. Uh, all of these are. As Caster looks uh, and turns to a mirror, you will see that he reflects the same appearance of the person in the photo. How many of these tapes do we have for him? A handful, yeah. Maybe like five or six. Yeah, I think we'd just go through, if they're all as short as that one and stuff, I think we'd just go through. Yeah, um, yeah you basically see them doing like tests on him, uh, making sure that he's, you know, responsive. You see one of like the, the doctors like take off their mask because they, they think he's not in the room and immediately gets reprimanded by one of the other scientists when Castor transforms into him. And the end of the video, uh, at the end of each one, Castor is walked down the very hall you're in uh, and led to the room uh, directly to your left. But in one of the Pollux tapes. What's it like standing in that doorway? Like she's not fully in that room. So she just like looks at the door at the end of the hallway. There are numerous tapes for you. Uh, which one are you playing first? Uh, let's play. Let's play the earliest one first. Okay. So it's a similar thing uh, of them just testing your uh, reflexes and, and vitals. And similarly, you are guided down the, the very hall you're in and led to this room over here. Are there any with interesting like things on the tape, like on the tape of the front of the tape, you know, like the tape on the tape, the label on the tape? Uh, no, they're, they're marked with the, the time and date. I don't know. Somebody, somebody else pick a couple, I guess. We can't wait. We obviously can't watch all of these, right? We don't know. Have we watched like one that's the closest date? Yeah, let's watch the most recent one of Pollux. So watching the tape, you will see from the perspective of Pollux uh, the inside of the cell when music starts to play. Specifically, the She's Like a Rainbow song. And she begins to, to sing along. After a couple of moments, a scientist is seen walking into the room uh, and standing opposite the glass looking at her. The figure kind of quirks his head a little bit uh, as Pollock seems to stop singing. And we hear him, we hear the person say, I could have sworn I heard an echo in here. Moments later, another scientist bursts into the room, cutting off the music and reprimanding the other for his negligence. Uh, we see him cast a spell over the perspective of the camera and a sort of like gray haze come, comes over her vision when she is 
thusly led to that same room to your left. And that's the end of the tape. All right, I'm going to that room. That's it. She just, she just uh, starts to move that way. Like, she tries to move around Zephyr and B, and it's like, I'm going. He'll hold her back. No, no, Lux, let me. Lux, no. We don't know what's inside there. I don't care. I don't care. Let me, let me, please. Lux. I have to know. I have to know. Um, while Zephyr's holding on to Lux, uh, Marcus would try and look around the room. You said there was some equipment in there. I was wondering if there was anything that would be useful to us. Uh, it seems mostly just like construction or like tinkering equipment. Probably nothing that B wouldn't already have in her tinkering kit. Uh, there's also like crystals, uh, though they're of poor quality, almost like the simil similar material uh, of Lux's wand. Even though they're not very good quality, uh, Marks will grab them, maybe use them as a, as a distraction. Sure. Yeah. I guess he would then leave the room and uh, approach the door at the end of the hall. Let me let me go through it, Marcus. I have the code. I, I know the code. I, I want to go through it. You want me to check, make sure it's safe first? Sure. It does containment above it, I assume. Uh, it says reset chamber. Interesting. Okay. I have the code for that, though. It's D4816. He will put it in there. Uh, the door opens. And as it opens, he would do a investigation check of the uh, room, the floor in front of them to make sure it's safe. Uh, you will see a rather technical looking chair uh, affixed with a very interesting set of arcane devices with something that looks like it would be affixed to someone's head. It eventually connects to a spool of videotape. And on the counter over here, you will also see another television and VCR player uh, with a tape ejected out. This one has not been marked yet. Yeah. Yep. Good approach. If Zephyr let her go or dragged her with him so she didn't overreact, I guess. Yeah. She'd just be like, I think we should play the tape. As you put the tape in, uh, you will see the screen, you know, start as static uh, and then come from the perspective of someone who is standing on the platform in the central entranceway underneath the arc. There are numerous scientists uh, standing around and the individual like looks down and they appear to be wearing a roa suit. Oh shit. There is an electrical discharge sound uh, as the individual is surrounded by just this rainbow of colors. Uh, there's a brief flash of dazzling light, which is quickly replaced as a dark storm cloud envelops their view. The last thing the individual sees is a strange aberration-like jellyfish with monstrous tentacles wrapping around them. And that's where the video ends. Hmm. Does this all look familiar? Oh my! The storm cloud certainly does, and so does the jellyfish. I like the rainbow leg explosion. 
Um, it le- looks less like an explosion and more of just like running through liquid. It, the jellyfish we saw when you appeared, Zephyr. Mm-hmm. And the storm. Mm-hmm. The process of creating the homunculus denotes that the individual must be reintroduced back to the environment from which it came to become whole. The Roa suit, we, somebody else stole one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if the person that stole the Roa suit was Caster? Mark's going to motion to be to ask her if she thought that she could get the, uh, the helmet and the recording device off of that chair intact. Um, uh, it is quite massive. Right. How bigger um, than me? Oh, yes. Yeah, I was like, going to say, I'm, I'm assuming talking it takes up this entire area. Lux just is, turns around and is like, I'm, I want to find the next. The only place that we had to go was the containment room. I, I want to, I want to see Caster. Right. Um, Marcus would turn down the hall and go back to the main room. Let's follow. Careful not to trip over that fucking grenade <laughs> grenade <laughs> wire. Uh, whoops. Oh no, it looks like we, I mean we could have just put the rune sentry there <laughs> to guard that that way. Yeah, I like um, the explosion thing better. <laughs> All right, Marcus, uh lead the way. You choose Effer. All right, so there appears to be a door at the end of the hallway and some kind of hallway at least to the left. Marks will be doing an investigation check to make sure that the floors and walls are free of traps. Uh, make make your investigation check. Well, shit. Uh, seems seems relatively fine. Can okay. I? Sure. If you don't With trust your Marcus. Eyes of minute seeing. Ah, uh, yes, you may. Uh, you Maybe. also do not see anything. Is there a keypad at this door? There, uh, there is a keypad be. at this door. To your left, you will notice a pane of glass, uh, which is able to look into the neighboring room. You will see the what looks like the containment cell. Uh, however, you are na- not able to see inside. Uh, there seems to be some kind of gaseous cloud filling the contents of the room. And occasionally you'll see a jolt of purplish arcane electricity. We're wearing masks, right? Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's, does it look like the storm that we saw in the video? It certainly does. How to be those jellyfish. Marcus readies his rifle. And if Lux has the key, uh, code, he would open the door. Yes, I do have the code. The code is B6161. You will notice a little office uh, with a table, paperwork, the like. Uh, though no one seems to be in here. Oh, shit. Uh, can I, I guess, can we do an investigation check to make sure that this room is not trapped? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Mark should definitely mm-hmm. be the one to do that check. So you don't notice any traps? Yeah, you, you don't notice any traps. I go in. Uh, you will notice a control panel over here. Uh, it seems to be able to adjust uh, the controls of the glass. Uh, and you will see right now uh, it is set to transparent. Uh, what's the other setting? Uh, it can be set to opaque. Um, Marcus would switch that to opaque. As you go to press the button, uh, everyone will see the cloud inside immediately dissipate. Oh. In the left corner, you will see what looks to be an unconscious scientist. Oh no. And in the containment cell, you will see a rather horrific looking humanoid. Oh no. The face of the individual lacks most normal facial features. They don't appear to have eyes. They don't appear to have a mouth. Uh, Their skin is this light lavender color and it's pulled tight across its bones in places, nearly to the point of where it could tear. And numerous purple ribbon-like tentacles uh, surround the individual, emerging from under the skin on his arms and backs, and they are zapping with electric energy. As you go to press the button, Marcus, you will feel this vibrating sensation. Uh, I need you to make a saving throw. Uh, Intelligence saving throw, please. Oh my god. A 12 is not enough. Would a 15 be enough? Would a 15 be enough? Uh, Do you want to use it? Yes. A 15 is not enough. No. Uh, Marcus, you feel yourself forcibly teleported into the cell with the creature. And next session, we're going to roll initiative. Oh my god. Would Marcus have the wherewithal to remove the mask? Because he's realizing that he looks like the unconscious wizard doctor's dudes, and he doesn't want to be associated with them. I don't think you have time right now. Okay. But it'll be something you can do uh, next session. Well, it's been nice knowing everyone. It's (laughs) been really nice knowing everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Radio D&D. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Radio DD Pod, And make sure to check out Draw Forth Arts on Instagram. They created our podcast cover art and did an absolute amazing job. If you liked what you heard, please rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. I'm Stephanie, and I play Lux, and you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Plain Ethereal. That's P-L-A-I-N Ethereal. I'm Ethan, and you can find me at my Twitter, at Badger underscore D, N as in the letter D. Join us next time on Radio D&D.
I, I thought it was pretty apropos that you like imprinted on someone named Lux, uh, because in this institution they called you Paul Lux. Paul Lux. Oh yeah. my god. Mm. Now I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I really appreciate that, uh, Mike, that you put together that there were three failed experiments and that there were three three spirits inside that cube. Yep. And I'm, I'm really focusing on that freaking cube at this point. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I feel so bad for Lux is about to like she's on the verge of a breakdown. <laughs> like so and by the, uh the reset chamber was used to remove any uh inhibiting memory. memories and they were all recorded on tapes. Oh my god. Are are any of her memories correct or are they all just echoes of memories, I guess? So some of them are definitely like real, but anytime you imprinted when they didn't want you to or or did something that was against protocol, uh, they would have removed that. Huh. Which is curious uh, for why you go as echo and why you remember that did i recognize that voice i don't know i i, don't I know. know i know who it I is don't know, man. was that okay was mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. that scientist up that said the thing about echo was that you uh, i don't know man i don't know man let's <laughs> wait till tuesday all right well <laughs>